0: Recording in progress. Your meeting is being recorded. Please wait for the tone. Please wait while we hack your account.
1: It's a very <laughs> convincing digital
2: voice Javier.
1: Yeah, I'm
3: like scared now. Like am I am I going to get hacked and like all of my, you know, messages are just going to be sent to Javier instead?
0: No, just short, your money. short
3: answer
1: is yes, but also oh, yes. All oh, all yeah,
0: your I money see. will be used to buy new kraken's.
1: Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Skids Up, our C-Hole podcast. Um, we've got a pretty exciting show for you guys tonight. We have a father and son duo. i um, really excited to have them on the show. We've got Rob and Devin.
2: Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, what's up? All right. And, hey, um, also- s- hey uh, Paul, Paul, Paul. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's McToon and McToon Jr. Ma- <laughs> more, more people will understand <laughs> it better
1: that way. <laughs> McToon and McToon Junior. My bad. My bad. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> See, Frank, I told you you're gonna have to leave. You have to take point on this one because you know I don't know these things.
0: <laughs> Got to get it right. Uh, <laughs> Got to get it
1: right. So.
0: And as <laughs> no, always, no one. Uh,
1: Frank and Javier. Hello. Howdy. All right. So you know it's been and it's been a time since we've had any just general heli chit chat, right? Like we've had some interviews, which have been great. But I know on the off in the background, Frank's been traveling the world, going to all these events. There's lots of updates, lots of stuff to talk about. Um. And I think we can just start off with uh, with our normal round of updates, and we'll go ahead and include Rob and Devin into this as well. So, um, you know, Javier usually takes point on updates, so why don't you go, Javier, and then we can kind of take
0: turns from there on. righty. well, uh, I'll get started with. Uh, first of all, I would like to give huge, huge, huge props uh, to Mitch Arnold. He's uh, become my uh, my Vivar Neo mentor, so I would really like to uh, give him a, a a nod. I mean, he's he helped me a lot. I was You know, I was promised that when I moved to Neo, I would basically forget about tuning because it was all so easy to use. But it turns out that, you know, I had a hard time trying to understand, uh, you know, how to get it to fly the way I wanted to. It had a lot of bad tendencies. Um, You know, know, for me, it's not that it flew bad. It's that, you know, um, my my inputs were completely off. You know, I, I was trying to make a circle and the circle was too small. Um, I was trying to do TikToks and the tail was wagging, you know, things like that, that, I, that needed tuning. But I didn't know, you know, which parameters to adjust. Um, I ended up um, actually erasing my setups after I talked to Mitch and um, he gave me a few pointers. I started working on those. And I have to say that this uh, last, uh, last weekend uh, was a very 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 good uh flying day for me um, of course it was it was also uh you know father 's day but um so I had the entire family there and uh, my oldest son was uh, recording, so I got actually pretty good video because I usually record um with my phone on on a contraption on my head you know on a on a baseball cap and um, and a selfie uh, and a selfie mount for my phone. And um, what I usually do is that I digitally add zoom to, to actually see the heli because, of course, I wouldn't, the, the heli would be completely out of frame if I zoomed in. So I zoom out, and then I just zoom in on the parts that I need, and I do editing on that. So I usually end up with not as good uh, a quality as if I just used you know, the camera zoom and have someone follow around. So I had I had, you know, I had the family there, which was awesome. We had to feel our to ourselves ourselves. I had pretty good quality video. You know, I released one video every day this week. And um, uh, and, and overall, you know, the hell is finally, 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 finally felt the way I expected them to to feel. Now it's all now to uh, down to just getting it a little bit more to my liking. But now it's flying as I expected it to fly. You know, finally, if I do a funnel, then I'll be able to follow the funnel. I'll be able to do a nice round funnel and not as short uh, as I as I was doing before. The the tail is behaving well. The you know I was doing some um, some pirouettes and it was staying perfectly in place. Uh, you know, doing you know doing pure compensation and of course making sure that the uh, that the swash was perfectly level. I mean the. It was behaving very, very well. Uh, overall, it was it was behaving very, very well. So I have to thank Mitch for that, for giving me the pointers, and for finally getting it to uh, to feel, to feel, uh, you know, good. Which, how, uh, many, uh, how many Mios do you have now? Like, have you converted uh, all of your Helios? No, not yet. I um I purchased the initial two for the five hundred and for the five seventy, and I've just purchased um you know within the past weeks. Uh, the uh, the third one uh, from uh, inverted RC again, and uh, I got another. Uh, the, You're my good third about neo.
4: Those
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are awesome. I mean, I, I wish I could new one of them because you know they're they're really awesome. So, um, <laughs> so um, I I have my third neo. I um, I installed it on the 420, and I did. Um, I did some uh, hovers in my backyard, and I did actually the RPM standardization as well. Because right now with Neo, I'm not I'm not doing a uh, fiberless um, governor yet. I'm doing hobby Wing governor, the ESC governor. So um, I did the RPM standardization process, and uh, and I did a short flight just to test it. A quick hover. It felt really, really good. Um, the the 420 is a helicopter that has been giving me. I, I have I have. Kind of like a love-hate relationship with that heli. I like I like very much how it floats more than the 380, um, but 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 I've always had bad luck with that with that one. You know, it crashes way too soon after after a repair or even when when it was new, um, and it was something. It all something always happens to it. So I've had like bad luck with that heli, and it doesn't always feel right for some reason. But, uh, but I have to admit that, you know, once I, 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 I set it up and I, and I did that quick cover, it felt really good. So I'm happy. I'm happy that, uh, you know, it seems to be flying, uh, flying really well. So now it's just going to be, you know, to do some tuning at the field next time I, I go out. So I have three. I'm, I just need one more and I'll have all the fleet converted to, to Neil. So um, and that leads me to a uh, a quick comment from a uh, Floridian, uh, it's, which is uh, Steve Shaw, which said, you know, um, you've gone through several flavorless units, and I think that it. it I mean, it's let's, fair. let's
1: be let's, let's be you know honest here. You've gone through all of them.
0: <laughs> well, I've I've gone <laughs> through all of them except for the Bavarian Demon, I think. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs>
1: well, Bavarian Demon is related to. Someone related to spirit, right? So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, so, so, yeah. So, I just wanted to give a, a quick overview of my impressions. Although, to be fair, um, I've been progressing in my flying while I've been changing fiberless units. So, of course, if I were to use them at this point in time in my progression, which granted is not that much, but at least I'm not crashing the heli every 30 seconds or making you know, or configuring the Flavorless for incorrect corrections and destroying it in the in the first uh, you know five seconds of a flight. Um, so, so to be fair, you know, uh, my progression um, goes along with these Flavorless units. So, uh, my opinion, of course, is is that. So, I just wanted to give that heads up. So, um, I've gone through the uh, well stex which is the um, well I flew the AR seventy two hundred Bx. Which is you know a B-Stex, but with a spectrum embedded receiver um that uh, that 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 flavorless unit i think that had a lot of potential and I would really like to to you know to to test them again you know i i'm 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 with like uh you know the little tickle of saying, hey you know what could I do with it now that I know a little bit more about you know overall flying and and I, and as i said you know I can actually fly inverted now um you know because when i when i had the when I had that one. I I learned the hard way. Um I um yeah once I inverted the uh, the uh, the elevator so I started it was a it was the goblin 380 so it started hovering and all of a sudden the heli started flying towards me and I said well what's going on then I pushed the elevator and it and it started getting more towards me and then I pushed the elevator and it was more towards me I didn't know what to do um, fortunately, started lowering, losing altitude and, and it hit the tail and it crashed. If not, it would have probably gone into me. But uh, and also that helicopter, I messed up because I upgraded the firmware. I didn't know, you know, how uh, how complex it would be to redo the setup. You know, you know, it's really simple, but you know, at that point I was learning, so it was complex for me, and I messed up the uh, the orientation of the flowerless unit. So the helicopter, as soon as it got light on the skids, it destroyed itself because all the you know all the corrections were wrong. So you know I learned a lot with that fiberless unit. Um, I really liked that you didn't need a, you re- really didn't need a computer to do anything to it. You just you know went through the little lights um, on the unit, and it was it, to me that was that that was that, that was simple. You know you just had to carry around your little guide of what each each did if not you, oh, man, uh, you i, know, I couldn't you get rid of that thing
1: i couldn't get rid of that thing fast enough because of that very reason um, <laughs> i mean i <laughs> liked the way it flew it, it did fly quite precise i just i hated adjusting it well it's just i that... could never remember what four blinking blue lights
2: meant <laughs>
0: right so right, right
2: so did did you guys forget about stupid tail kicks those things had every time you flew it a little harder the tail would give out and it would pop and you were try to do a, a oh, man i didn't know how to, fly well or... to to see those oh my god dude i hated that <laughs> thing i hated that thing. I couldn't, I, like you said, I couldn't wait to get rid of it. You know, I was so, I went from that to the Spartan. I remember how much happier I was with the Spartan than I was mm. with the. Uh, I went
1: straight Squid. to the icon from that and I was like, holy crap, this, the future has arrived in my hand. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, um, yes. So I was only with a, the with a, a Beast X for, or whatever, whatever one came with the blade uh, for, uh, God, like six months, maybe, maybe less, not, not too long.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Same thing here. You know, I, I didn't stay with it much, but, but I did learn a lot a lot with it. You know, I learned how to, um, how to completely program a flyberless with it. Um,
1: I, I thought you were going to how to completely disassemble a helicopter in two seconds.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it destroyed my helicopter several times and, uh, and, and, you know, and, and I had to learn how to do everything from scratch. So it, it really helped me a lot. You know, um, I think that it was, it was a good unit for what it was. And I think that it, it's a very good beginner unit. Because it doesn't have, you know, even though the blinking lights, you know, it could be kind of annoying. I think that for many people, it's also easier than, you know, getting into a computer and installing the software and taking care of the drivers. And, you know, things that you might go in, you know, other problems that you might encounter when you go, you know, with with with, with, with pairing it down with a computer or, you know, doing any change requires you to either call it a day and go back home and connect it or take your laptop to the field. So, you know, I think that for that reason it's a very good uh, you know, beginner 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 unit. Of course, in today's world we have integration and it's a completely different ball game, but you know, back in the day I think that it was a very good unit for for what it was and, and it really it really taught me a lot. You know, I I destroyed many helicopters and I crashed into myself with one, <laughs> but um but, you know, but, but I, I, I think that it was a good unit to learn on, to be honest with you. And, uh, of course, I didn't get to experience, you know, I never flew it, you know, nowhere, you know, near hard, um, you know, enough to be able to notice any bad tendencies with it, to, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I was just doing like fast forward flight, uh, not inverted with that thing when I changed to the next fabulous unit, which was Icon. Yeah, and, um I
1: was, I was the same way. I didn't learn how to hover inverted until I mo- had already moved away from from Beastech. So, Frank, I never experienced any bad behavior because I wasn't capable of making it behave badly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Well, I mean, you couldn't. You, yeah, you just you couldn't push it, so you didn't realize, you know, how bad it could have flown. So then after that, um, I went to the icon, and I had a mix of icons and brains. Um, I think that that unit. To this day, I think that it has the best software wizard of all the flavorless units that I've that I've that I've sampled. Um, it's very easy. It just it just it just uh, you know it's it's kind of like the wizard on the on the V control. You know, it just guides you through through step by step. Uh, what I like is that it also has a lot of information, uh, which you know the the the, the classic V control doesn't have, but I think that the touch has. But um, you know, it has a lot of, of information on the sidebars to let you know, you know what to do, what the options mean, give you recommendations on how to set up. You know, I, it's, it's very nice because you don't have to be on the software and then have a different window open with, uh, with the PDF manual or the web manual, you know, to, to see what the options mean or to look something up. You know, everything's there. Everything's on the software. You just go each, each step at a time. And uh, one of the things that I actually, I actually left that software installed on my computer, even after moving to other to other units, only because at the end of the, of the Wizard, there was an animation that taught you how to check for the compensations. Um, you know, and while I was learning, you know, it was very helpful to have those little animations that told you how to move the tail to see if the tail was compensating correctly. And uh, show you how to tilt the heli to make sure that the swash was compensating correctly. So I really liked that 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 little feature on on that on, on that software. Um, f- flying wise, uh, I was still I was I was still not flying. You know, um, you know, uh, quote unquote hard. You know, I don't fly hard yet. Um, I don't fly well yet. But you know, I fly better than I flew before. So. Um, but but you know I was flying inverted and I was trying you know TikToks and things like that, so um, I really felt like that unit was really really good out of the box. It just needed tail tuning, and that's it. You know, it it didn't really need uh, a lot of tuning on my you know from my point of view. I didn't really need to do much to it. I think that the 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 the, the default setups were really good, um, and as I said, you know, it was, it was very easy to uh, to set up, you know, because of the, because of the software wizard. And then, um, the Bluetooth unit came and, you know, it was now forget about the computer. And I started moving slowly towards, you know, what today is, you know, integration, uh, towards that, that lose the computer, uh, feel, you know, I did the initial setup on the, on the computer at home, you know, on the bench, I had to, of course, you know, uh, level the swash and, and, and check for the pitch and, you know, all those things that you have to do at, at the bench, so you know, I had my computer there. But for everything else, I could just access it with my phone and the Bluetooth uh, and the Bluetooth module. So uh, it was it was a it was a good unit. I, I liked it. It was uh, relatively inexpensive, and uh, and with a very large uh, user base, which means a lot of support on the forums. So that was that was uh, that was a good unit. After that, I moved to uh, to 3D G. The 3D G. What I I I think that three D G had a lot of potential, but I could never figure it out. Um, the, the you know I really liked how precise it was. Um, if you uh, if you remember icon, it has you know these uh, plus minus buttons to level your uh, your swash. So you move each of each of your servos. You know, with a plus or a minus to 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 level your swash and to move it around, right? Um, to 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 make those those little corrections. Well, I felt like on the 3DG, for for each for each for each hit on the plus minus button on the icon, you had to 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 click like four times on the on on the 3DG. So it was that precise. You know, I I really really like that you could could get that thing, like. Perfectly, millimetrically precise. If you wanted to, um, and because I use, you know, um, I use the, the goblins with the with the swatch levelers, you know, it was I could, you know, it's it's mechanical and physical. So, and you could do it like perfectly. You could leave it per- perfectly even um, to to you know to I don't know what resolution. I mean, the, I really like that that about that unit. Another thing that I liked was um, was the logging. Um, one thing that that Icon Brain, you know, say that they do very well is logging, but you know, 3DG I think blows them away. It has um, because on on 3 on on um, on Brain you have to choose what you want to log, and you have just um, like I don't know like eight channels or ten channels available um, that you can log, and you have to pick what you want to log out of you know the full. Plethora of I don't know like twenty or 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 thirty uh, possible things that you can log, but you have to choose because you have a limited onboard memory. But on the three DG, you could insert a uh, an SD card, a micro SD card. So I had a sixteen gigabyte SD card in there that could probably last me for you know. It, I think that I would die first before before filling up that thing. I mean. You are talking, you know, text very small text files. Um, you know, in, in today's um, uh, in today's storage, I mean, it was like infinite infinite logging capability. Uh, it logged every single thing, and you had it all available on that on that SD card. So that was that was really good. I think that that unit had a lot of potential. Uh, it was very very precise. When I the, the, the problem against 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 uh, Brain Icon. Is that the setups? The default setups were nowhere near where you know the, the heli was was behaving any and you know any in any sort of way that I felt that I could actually control it. Um, on 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 the defaults, it was super 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 aggressive. Um, I could not, you know, I, I I started hovering it and I I moved the elevator and the helicopter tilted like 45 degrees and I said whoa 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 whoa. So I landed it. I landed right away and started making changes. You know, the uh, it was it was incredibly aggressive. And, and you
1: know, I, I noticed the same thing with uh, with that it was weird because, you know, I flew brain for a while um, and, and actually liked it once I got it tuned. But um, like you said, when I, whenever I would set up a new helicopter, no matter what everyone told me where, oh, it's so easy to set up. and You're good to go and you can fly it. I, I never had a good experience at the gate with it. But when I switched to Spirit, and I actually did an experiment one time where I took a helicopter and I set it up with both. And like the the um, brain one, you know, it, it was wandering all over the place. It was porpoising. And I switched it over default settings on Spirit. No problems at all. Flew super crisp. Literally no mechanical adjustments. So I'm just wondering what the difference is, you know, going behind the scenes uh, of those two units because I had a mechanic uh, like a mechanical setup that didn't change at all, and then two default settings. One was terrible, and one was near perfect.
2: So really weird. Yeah
0: it's it's just a de- it 's just a default you know whoever uh, who whoever um, team of pilots that they have that help them uh, probably help them with you know making sure that i don 't think that the developers actually you know buy like you know a gasoline helicopters and try them all. I think that they do that you know with their team and uh, they 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 get the feedback of okay so these guys are flying you know seven hundred size these guys are flying six hundred size these guys are flying five hundred size and try to get a setup that kind of works for them all, and put that as, a, as, as, the, as the default, so that right out of the box, it can, it can fly relatively well. So I think that probably Spirit did a much better job in that regard than, than Brain, and of course, way better job than, than, than 3DG. If, if there's one thing that I could complain about the 3DG, that was it, you know, that defaults were, were, were really bad. And, and I found it personally really difficult to tune the the overall interface was not was not bad but i could never figure it out i could never figure out how to get it to fly exactly the way that i that i wanted it and it kind of frustrated me because i really liked the unit uh because of you know because of that precision and the overall you know structure of the of the, of, of the system was good it also had a, a bluetooth module um and and overall it was it was really nice you know it 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 really worked and uh, and and I think that I it could have flown it flown really really well and really really precise, but I could I could never figure it out and and I I tried and I I held on to it a long time because I really liked the unit, um, and I you know I switched my entire fleet to it. I really really liked it because of all the p- potential that it had, but you know uh, I could never figure out the tuning portion. So um, so after three DG, I moved to Spirit uh spirit as you said Paul um, is is a really really good unit um straight out of the box it flies flies fantastic um when um you know even even though i would i would get you know uh in my experience i would get brain you know a, a second a, a second place the uh you know the, the 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 spirit was was right on you know the first time that i that i put that thing in the air i i i said you know this this is finally how I can translate from the simulator to reality. Finally, I have a helicopter that feels the way that is very similar to how my simulator training feels, and I can really start transferring whatever I learned on the simulator to reality. It, it flew really, really well. My inputs were very similar to what I felt on the simulator. Um, I felt that that thing flew fantastic. You know, it it really it really fantastic. To be honest with you, I would have stayed with spirit. You know, I wouldn't have left spirit, Um, but um, but but I I had to leave spectrum. Uh, You know, I I didn't want to continue with spectrum. I I needed to switch um, radio uh, radio radio platform. And
1: what was wrong with Jetty, might I ask?
0: Um, there was nothing wrong with Jetty. I was actually considering moving to Jetty when I when I decided to drop out of Spectrum, but uh, uh, some, someone, uh, uh, Francisco, Francisco Moradielos, you know, came in and he said, hey, you know, there is a guy in, in, in Facebook that is selling a V-Control used in very good condition. We actually know who it is because he was on the show. I mean, why don't you give it a shot? And there you go. I... You gotta
1: watch out for that cult of V bar, man. They sneak <laughs> up on you. Yeah. Show up at your door. They ring the bell. You know, and soon, pretty soon, that you're buying meos. Yeah, and I feel I feel,
5: I feel cheated because we went right to V bar. <laughs> you never <laughs> had to went...
1: go down Hobby's nope. path of sorrow. Yeah, but no, we started my...
3: flying. We started flying V bar when the mini first came out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What you year go... was that? What,
5: what, what year was that? Oh this? man, that was. Uh was probably 2012 Okay, something like that it's been a while so yeah it was just minis they didn't even have a silver line then then they came out with the silver line it was like wow this is great so but you know we flew fly back in the 1980s with, with no no controller other than a tail gyro so
1: yeah was that on Coming, a scale machine or no that
5: was on a uh, uh, GMP Gorham Model Products it was a GMP Legend fly barless, nitro.
1: Oh, crazy. You know, okay. I, I don't was, think we've ever talked about that on the show before. I haven't yeah, heard of was, that before. It was like the
5: 19, mid 1980s and Robert Gorham came out with that heli. It flew fantastic. And that was flybarless with no, 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 no nothing on the head. So just a, just a tail gyro. I think I flew a, Oh, what was I flying? A Futaba, uh GY 401 on the tail. So, how did it behave? I mean, was it? Oh, it was, was it fantastic. Squirly? It was, or, no way, no way. It was nice and stable. It was agile. Like, you know, you turn, you turn the throws up and uh, it would just go. Was, there were no parts. It was nice. It was really yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: so uh, why didn't that catch on then? If, um, because
5: well, there were a lot, a lot of people flying him out in California where he was. There weren't that many out here on the East Coast, but there were a few of us flying him. And it was just <laughs> different. You know, everybody said, it's, it's not going to be stable. And I was like, here, fly it. It flies great. So I don't know, just never caught on out here, I guess. So they're still out there. There's still a few guys flying them. But you don't see many That's of them cool.
0: anymore. So, yeah,
5: it was something different. You know, all these
1: fly borrowers
5: systems. Oh my
1: god, man! <laughs> I know we've got uh, we've got a resident expert here on on trying everyone one for at least three months at a time. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? At least
0: one season. I've, I think I've 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 done one at least one full season. So so the bet should be we'll have your change after the season.
1: What, what's he going to change to though, man? Like he's run out
2: of, fly he's going go, he's he's go to go the... to Futaba. He's going go well, to go uh, to, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't
5: hear, I didn't hear the fact that he hasn't tried the, uh, max fly bar. Yeah. Well,
2: I, mean, I don't think like anyone that, has yeah, tried yeah, the max yeah. fly <laughs> bar. That's just... that's
1: a, Luca, Luca is the only one that's tried that. One. <laughs> oh, we've, we've been flying it for quite some time. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you, um, do you do it on, as, as far as like a, just for like testing or do you, cause yeah. you mentioned V bar as, yeah. as your primary.
0: Yeah. Testing. So. Okay. Yeah. And it flies pretty well. Badly. There you go, Javi. You've got you've got two
1: potentially two more options. Once yes, I've got more V-Var options to
0: go to. to. It, it, it all yeah. depends if it if if uh vvar and vcontrol piss me off or not.
1: Well, and then you're just gonna have to build your own, so you know,
0: <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. Heath, <laughs> Heath, kit, Heath kit fly barless.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh man, that would be a lot of work, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that I then I would go round and round, but now, now just just flybarless. I think that. You know, this system, you know, um, Neo is, 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 you know, there's a reason why, you know, a lot of people fly it. I do understand why I, uh, you know, the integration, they're the ones that, you know, practically invented the, the whole integration deal. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, very, it's, very, um, it's very intuitive, you know, it's very nice to have everything down on the radio. Although, to be honest, I don't think it was like such a big jump from where I was at with Spirit. You know, with Spirit, I already had uh, integration and telemetry. And, uh, you know, via the radio, via the radio I didn't, I, I didn't, I stopped using, you know, the Bluetooth and Wi-Fi modules and whatnot, you know, and, and went to spectrum um, integration and, and even battery telemetry. So, you know, I, I was fully integrated at that time. So my jump from Spirit to, uh, to V Control was, you know, not, not that big. Um, right, because everyone's starting to move towards that, so it was not that big of a jump. Although I do understand, you know, why many people at the beginning started growing with with bar because it had that feature. Um, the only thing that I that I always say, you know, why doesn't everyone else do it this way? <laughs> you know that, you know, you you uh, you turn on your radio, you plug in your your, your helicopter, and it automatically um, connects to the radio. You know, if it's pre-bound then it'll it'll automatically connect to the radio and select the right model. I mean that's you know I that's one of those features that I said, you know, why does doesn't everyone just do it this way? You know, there's there's a few things like that on 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 the platform on v control that that are really, really just like, you know, simple things that are like, you know, why doesn't everyone do it like this? I mean, it's it's so so simple to to do it this way. So um I think that the platform is very good. Um, you know, there's also a ton of support. You know, out there, there are a lot of people flying it. So, um, so we'll see. You know, so far, so far, I'm happy. Um, I blinked out. You know, you you saw the pictures. I have blinked out the, uh, the the V control to red, and and it looks awesome. You know me. You know, I I can't I can't fly something that is not aesthetically pleasing to me. So you know, the the radio looks awesome. Uh, it feels good. Um, the, uh, you, you know, it, it complements my, my Italian, uh, goblin beauties. So it's, uh, it's good, you know, so far, so far, so good. Uh, I'm liking it. I finally, I was very frustrated at the beginning that I just, you know, I, I, you know, I was, I was like, man, you know, they, they threw me into these and, uh, sold me that it was, you know, super easy and I just can't get it to work. You know, it was, it was frustrating after uh, spirit. It was basically just, you know, tweak. Two parameters, just five points, and the thing flew perfect. I was very, very frustrated at the beginning with, uh, with with how it flew, but of course, you know, as you know me, the quality assurance guy. Of course, if something's gonna go wrong, it's gonna go wrong with me. So, um, <laughs> which so one I, are you
5: flying? You flying the touch or you flying the classic?
0: The classic, classic the classic.
1: Yeah. That's what we're flying.
0: Yeah, so, are, you gonna, um, are
1: you gonna move to the touch at all, or you want to stick with the classic? We I actually, I, we actually held on to the classic
5: for a while. We did. Uh, it's got such it... a satisfying click wheel you know well and we kind of <laughs> let it go through all kinds of firmware and get all the you know little nuances and bugs out of it and now we're talking about maybe getting one. Oh,
1: oh you're talking about the the nuances of the touch yeah. getting updated yeah. and everything yeah okay because yep. yeah it's it's yeah. only been out for for a what, year and a half two years
5: yeah about a year yeah but that's, that's pretty much long
1: enough now for them to figure everything out you know right so yeah. Are they still supporting development on the um the classic, or has that ceased? did that cease a long time ago
5: when i when I plug it in it still updates,
1: so it it <laughs> doesn't cool. thing. so I'm guessing that you know
5: I haven't heard them change anything but i'm I'm sure at some point they'll probably uh let it go by the wayside you know so sell some more touches. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah, it's gonna be eventually it's gonna be that but i hope that it's a very distant future because i'm just getting used to it
5: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. no i I like i like the classic uh i I had i've had no issues with it whatsoever since day one and the two that we got were both used so i bought them you know both secondhand and uh they've been great
0: yeah 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 so so that's uh so that's a quick rundown of um the the history so far of uh, my flabberless journey. So um, <laughs> well, I think a that... A quick update there, Javi. <laughs> yeah, so, <right>? uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm, I'm going yeah, to briefly I, I... tell you my life story.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, guys, the show's over already? Okay, have a good
1: night. <laughs> it's, it's only 10 o'clock, you know? I mean, the show's halfway over. <laughs> <laughs> this one's going to be a long one. So I apologize for you, you guys in the East Coast. Um, Javi and I have another hour on you
5: oh okay well <laughs> that's right we'll just keep you up till
1: two <laughs> frank
5: just
0: went oh no
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i
1: think frank already fell
0: asleep so yeah Did he? <laughs> yeah and and i was speaking all the control you know t- touching his, his on his soft spots i don't know what's wrong with him
1: you didn't say you have to say nitro three times and spin in a circle to get frank to appear
0: yeah, yes there you go <laughs> yes but but i can't do that you know i would it's say true. electric 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 not Nitro, 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 eh, nah. Oh, man. But oh well that's, well, that's it for me. That's it for me for now. Um, I think that um, I, I've run out of steam, and I don't want to monopolize any more time. So let's, uh, move, let's move along.
1: Yeah, well, you know, it would only be polite to have our guests go next, so uh, Rob, Devin, why don't you guys uh, fight amongst yourselves as to who wants to go first, but what have you guys, what have you guys been up to? Flying. Flying, 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 and more flying. So
5: that's uh, that's the name of the game, man. It's been a nice. busy, busy springtime. We we started with what did we start with, Deb Frank's event? Yeah, we went,
3: we yeah. went, we went down to
5: Miami. Yeah, yeah. So went there and did the mow down, and um, just every. I mean, this past weekend was every day, Friday, yeah, I, Saturday, and Sunday. I think so. this the spring yeah. fling
3: this year was probably the best spring fling we've been to. I had this was like they're always good, but this one was definitely the most fun I've had in a in probably the last couple of years of spring flying. There were just so many new people to meet and everything. It was really good.
5: Yeah, this this so, time this time of year is just we get into like focused flying mode, you know? And it's just almost no building and or anything like that, just fixing if anything happens and just constantly going to fun flies and down to the field. So it's great.
3: Yeah.
1: It was so are you guys,
3: on
1: Father's um, Day, so that was good. Yeah. Yeah, that is I mean, I, I think we mentioned that earlier. That is really cool that, you know, you guys can share the hobby together. My uh, I've I've tried to get my my dad into it. He's just he's not all that interested. And my kids aren't interested in it too much either, so it's merely it's really just me. So it's kind of cool that you guys can uh can share that and, and travel together and uh, yeah, do, do, you do you guys know? fly for, for different team for the same like teams or companies? um well my my dad technically
3: doesn't fly for anyone, but he supports everyone that I support and enjoy mm-hmm. and find, and that I truly believe in as a brand. So, cool. de- so in a way, he does, but it's I, I'm more attached to everything than he is.
5: Yeah, Devin's Devin's the actual sponsored pilot. I'm just baggage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs>
5: A, lo- a lot of guys will, a lot of guys will tell you different, but you the know, I feel hang around it, with Frank, you know, the, yeah, it's, uh, you know, baggage. he's, he's the one with the, with the flying skills and, um, you know, he's great with people. Um, I'm pretty good putting a heli together and figuring out what's going on and testing products and stuff like that. You know, when it comes down to beating it up and seeing how it's going to hold together, it's all Devin.
3: Yes, my dad is very good at relaying my messages, because I know what I feel, but when it comes to translating it, it can confuse some people, so that's what—that's my dad's specialty, he can translate what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> and by that, are you talking about, like, flight performance, or... Uh,
3: flight performance, or if we're doing any testing of any sort, and something that I feel in a helicopter, but can't exactly like hit on the pin or describe it in the best way I can. My dad usually hits it right there where it's perfect for someone to know that we need to tell them.
1: Oh, so. okay. My, my other thought was you're talking about like how much you like you dislike someone and your dad translates, say, Hey man, you're being an asshole.
5: <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we've we got that down pat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and that's few and far between. So there's, there's not that many of them in the hobby. So. <laughs>
2: So, oh, yeah it 's kind of hard to dislike the the McClellans honestly those you know <laughs> not because they 're friends of mine and i 've known them for years you know at every phone fly they 're out helping somebody out or they 're testing somebody 's machine or they 're always busy you know when devin 's not flying or rob 's not working on devin 's machines they 're working on other people 's machines and I say oh. that because they worked on, on on my machines at boat load, so you know rob 's built a few nitros for me already one. On an easy pace, and the other one like in a two-hour mark at my event. So, well, definitely- <laughs> wait, wait, from the ground from the ground up, or did you give yeah, him a yes. frame? Yeah. yeah, like he gave yeah, me a box. Like, <laughs> I gave him yeah. a box. I said, "Man, I, I just,
1: my fun flies are such first. like you know. There's such a such a finite amount of time, and you're building a nitro for someone else during yeah. the fun fly. Well, well that's that, that, hilarious.
5: That particular build, Jared Mincy helped me with that, and yeah. we watched Frank have. A great event at his own event, but boy, there were a lot of helicopters hitting the ground. And uh, <laughs> Well, well
3: I, do, I, I do have to say, at Frank's event, Frank's name was going around very lo- uh, very, often for yeah. a helicopter that yeah.
5: hit the ground. It was very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, actually, at the point where we where Jared and I looked at each other and we said, let's just build this nitro for him because you had nothing left to fly. <laughs> yeah, I went, I, went,
2: I went to three helicopters. I went to three helicopter, two helicopters before Saturday. And Saturday morning, my first flight, I put in my Nitro.
5: Yeah, yes. so, so we, we put together the Nitro, but it wasn't like the motor stack was already done. We reused the whole tail assembly. So there were things we didn't have to, you know, really dig into. But, you know, we took – how long did we take to put that together three four hours like I, three
2: hours i think
3: i three don't three know hours. all i know yeah. is that you said it was done and frank was
1: gone so we grabbed his so we, radio so we went and test it. it for <laughs> <him>. <laughs> yeah. that's i mean that is seriously impressive though like I, I i am a slow builder apparently when it comes to you know that because I, I couldn't i couldn't get one flying in two years or two jared uh, two, was handing me
5: parts and then reading the instructions was he handing and, you the screws with Loctite already on them or something? No, no, no. We had, we had a little puddle of Loctite going and then I was just going like gangbusters putting stuff together and Loctiting and and getting it all ready. And I think, did you go pick up food, Frank, was it? And you came yeah, back yeah, and, it was, I, and it was done, I was, right? do,
2: I was doing a bunch of things. Man, man. I would come that's some and service out right there. Them. You come back and your helis built for you. Yeah, oh, yeah, so. dude, it was the best. You know, Doug yeah, Darby was always a makes a comment thing. about it. He's like, I don't know you. All those guys lunch, dinner. You know, you gotta take them out because Frank. They built your entire helicopter. It's like, <laughs> first of all, Rob always does stuff like that. And Jared has at every fun flight that I've been with, Jerry. Jerry has worked on one of my machines to do something on it. You know, either yeah. he complains about something and so, he takes it over. So, were
1: you just driving them into the ground and having
2: them fix it, Frank? Is that what you're doing? I think Dude, it was if, I if, if I would have if I would have had more parts, they probably would have fixed all three of them. <laughs> yeah. If I, I would have had everything yeah. for it, yeah. Wait, did you I'm actually, three, did you I'm actually staring
5: at one of your helicopters right now? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have your Oxy yeah. 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which I drove. He fixed it for, no, you want to hear this story. right? So Saturday night at, um, at the mowdown. Uh, yeah, I drove in my Protoss electric. Gratefully, gracefully, very gracefully head in, you know, I only broke uh, a servo on a belt. Not a teleservo, a servo horn and a belt. And uh, the belt kind of ragged out, got ragged out a little bit. And then it's like, "Hey, is my oxy still running?" He's like, "Yeah, let's go fly." He gives me one of his success facts, right? Because I didn't have one yet. Um, and I'm flying. It flies really good. But then it's it's oxy oxy three, and it's like, "Ooh, how low can I really get?" You know? Yeah. And I'm not. And it doesn't have the same pop that a seven hundred does. So I'm like waiting for it so I can get li- really a little lower and then pop it all the way. No, I, I drove that in as well that that, that day.
1: How many did and you Three. Like,
2: yeah. I I crashed my Oxy three there as well. And then I threw no, I mean, my how, sorry. How many so. total? How many total did you crash? Oh uh, at Modown, two of them. Yeah. My five fifty. Oh, okay. No, actually three of them. My 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 five fifty, my seven hundred electric, and my oxy three.
1: I mean, have you gotten to the point where you're traveling with like ten helicopters so that you
2: no, I can't. <laughs> so Rob had my so Rob had my Oxy three, and then uh, Steve Shaw he drove up my my Protos Nitro, and my Protoss Electric, and I had my 550 and my Golf Gothkus. So I had four helicopters there, and oh, okay. three of them crashed. Yeah, that was that was not a good weekend at all. <laughs> it wasn't that bad though. I, I didn't I didn't flinch that bad about it. I was I was more upset when I crashed three at my event because I was all out of helicopters.
1: Yeah, how many of you crashed this year? Like just since January. Dude, so I you will
2: know. tell you this. Re kit alone, I re kid two helicopters. Two seven hundred size two seven hundred size helicopters.
1: Yeah,
5: your nitro was a bad that one was bad. That broke that broke a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah, that one <laughs> that one that one was tough. Yeah. And I remember yeah, yeah. me and Rob are sitting there and we're kind of looking at it and I'm like, Rob, I have another kid at home. He goes, You do? Go get it. Go get it. He's like how how hard and I'm telling him, like, how hard would it be to rebuild this? And he's kind of like, he's kind of looking at what's left. It's like, well, not a lot of shit's really messed up. It's just big shit's broken. So he's got to swap over a bunch of parts. He said, hey, go get the kid. I go, I had to go to my house to pick up a soldering iron for somebody that needed a soldering iron there. And I was like, I'll pick up my kid and I'll bring it back. Her. So I do that. I go drop off. I go, I go to my house, go pick up the kid, bring it back. They start on it. Like an hour later, I had to go pick up the food and come back. By the time we all got done eating, the helicopter the helicopter was flying. So bad, it was pretty. They 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 killed it. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was
5: it was it's just one of those things, you know, where it's like you're at your own fun fly, and
2: just it's like, come on, we got to get this guy something else to fly. (laughs) So that's that was the issue that I had, man. I had to kind of kind of deal with because being at your own fun fly, I was I was I was trying to fly as much as I could, you know, especially being that was the only guy there. From excel power at msh i was like i was trying to fly as much as i could but i was also trying to run an event so yeah there was too much things going on i was trying to compete on the f3c as well which no i don't ever want to do that again but um
5: that's actually they, where the fi- did the 550 crash no that was the that? 700 nitro that was the yeah. 700
2: nitro that went in yeah the- because okay. of angels jacked up uh settings on it Oh. You, you, flew, you, you flew it in those settings, I remember, and you were like, don't ever do that to a helicopter again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I flew it and instantly stopped flying that bank. I was just like, you know what? That can be like a never-touch ever,
2: ever, ever.
5: That's Angel's, <laughs> that's angel's bank.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the devil's bank. I won't even say Angel, the devil's bank. What did, I start, um,
5: what did I start calling him down there? Uh spanish raja <laughs> uh,
2: oh boy <laughs> oh, i can't wait to hear so this is gonna be great we're, oh, so, edit we're, that so out. for javier javier and uh, we have a, oh, we we're have talking a strict about, no
1: no editing bullshit uh, no editing. Oh, yeah. talking unless,
2: I, unless i really fuck up and that happens sometimes when i start drinking so but right now i'm sober <laughs> um,
1: uh, totally so you guys nice viewership start. viewership goes up i say viewership listenership goes up when people uh People talk shit, so have at it.
5: When I start, when I start yeah. the podcast
2: yeah. <laughs> there you go. So the more uh, smack,
1: the more people listen.
2: <laughs> no. But our friend, Angel Rojas, he's, he's a very lovable individual. He flies for he's, yeah. he's He loves F3C. But he has these quirks that are just funniest out of me. And, you know, if you met him, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think anything of it because he's just a very easy, lovable guy. But when you've known him for a long time you, you you know it's fun to pick on him so he's a good guy I like the, he's a, he's a I really like good guy the, the spanish knows. raja
5: but i don't remember so this, uh, oh you know why i started calling him that because he was on the flight line with the gasser and we were all trying to get up there to fly and it was just he was up there forever and i just said come on raja get out of the way and he got mad <laughs> And I went, oh, wait a minute, your new name is Spanish, Raja. <laughs> oh, my God, yes.
3: I, the worst The worst was the night flight when I went to go fly the GloGo Gasser with Doug, and he landed and turned down his head speed to, like, 1,400 and then just started hovering around to conserve his packs. Yeah,
5: it was, uh, it was a long
3: flight. <laughs> yeah, and, and Doug goes, you know what, I've had enough of this, and puts the heli down and goes, just start flying. And that's what we did. <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh my gosh That is so funny son. So yeah So we've been flying Helis like crazy we've, I've been flying jets uh, Like no tomorrow um, And oh, we've been talking hitting we've been actual
1: hit, Like turbine jets or Yeah like, turbine
5: Yeah I fly I fly a couple of Different turbine jets And oh, nice. uh, no turbine Helis yet They're a little A little pricey So For what you're getting You know And uh well, I mean
1: Aren't they comparable To a turbine jet You've got No they're not Because, because the turbine uh, Is half the price right Well, no,
5: the, uh, you know, with the power takeoff on the turbine and everything that that little 45 size turbine is, uh, about two and a half times the money as far as, you know, a regular jet. So it's quite a bit more. Um,
1: and to just have that. uh, I've never actually even bothered to price them because I don't. Yeah. Like if, like if
5: you put, if you put a, a 45 Newton motor in, um, in a small jet, like a, like a little Avanti or something like that, it's about a fourteen hundred dollar engine. And then uh, if you go with the um, the one for the heli, where it's got the power takeoff and the clutch shaft and all that good stuff, it's probably closer to thirty five hundred.
1: Okay, so um, i would seen so the whiplash. You know, all in was like five grand or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which it's I enough. just assumed yeah. that the jets, uh, you know, the jets would. The, the people- jets will be the same amount of
5: money. Um, but you're putting more into the airframe. Got so less money into the motor, jet, more expensive. Yeah. Airplane. Yeah, more money into the airframe. So um but we've been flying we've man. I don't think Doc Dev, I didn't even touch a heli this past weekend, did I? No, you didn't. That was no, all me. That,
2: that was, was he, the only he,
5: one flying helis. Yep. He was flying helis. I was flying jets. It was like one flight after the other. That usually doesn't happen like that, but it was just a nice day. So
1: and, and the club then, that uh, I fly out they don't allow jets. Um Yeah, a lot of
5: a lot of places around. are afraid are afraid of them. Um yeah. you, you know, it's uh they're afraid of a crash and uh and you know, burning their field to the ground. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the associated Which, call to the fire department.
5: <laughs> well that and that very that really doesn't happen that much. You know, you're you're flying Kevlar tanks and they hold together and you know, but they're fast. A lot of guys buy them because they like the speed. They like to they like to go 200 miles an hour, and you know, at, at that speed, things happen really fast.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. You, know, you you just blink and it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> One of these days. Then I would. Lo- I mean, I'm still fascinated just by the mechanics of turbines. Even even though I don't yeah. think I would have as much fun, you know, flying a turbine heli, I would still like to have one uh, just because they're super damn cool.
5: They're they're just they're cool. The, the smell, the sound.
1: Yeah. The, the,
5: the wow factor. That sound, is, un, that Just, sound is unbeatable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, Kate Kate actually said to me, he goes, hey, you want to try the turbine? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And uh, he, he crashes it every time. So I told him last time, I was like, listen, next fun fly I see you at, I fly it first. <laughs> so that way I get <laughs> That way I get a chance. Wait, he,
1: so. Oh, so, sorry, I'm sorry, just to back up. You said there's yeah, someone who crashes a turbine every time they fly it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that's a whole new level of commitment right there, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. that, that's just yeah.
2: Yeah. So. He he's a really good pilot. He's just sometimes the turbine doesn't give the the turbine. Yep. Doesn't give all the power that it needs to pull out some maneuvers.
5: Yeah, it's you know, he's he gets he likes to get down really low and hard flying with it and it just doesn't not
2: it gonna does respond as fast as
5: an electric you know so it's, it's even slower than a nitro as far as response but they, uh, yeah and he had problems he had something going on with the, either elevator servo or something I think at one point and two of the crashes were related to that and I was like stop crashing it! I want to try it <laughs> so but what are you going to do so <laughs> it's, it's cool it's
1: it's stupid money. <laughs> <laughs> so,
5: it's
1: yeah, happen. I mean I yes, can't it imagine is. I can't imagine a re-kit of a turbine is cheap. So Yeah,
5: well I mean yeah. the Heli as long as you don't as long as you don't break anything on the engine, it's not you know it's not no different than the other Heli's, but uh, you know, that engine is usually hanging out. No, right.
1: yeah that yeah. How, how durable are those things like if you if you have a decent crash is it kind of more likely that you will need to work on the engine or less likely well yeah you know if you if you put
5: it in under power you've got a turbine that's spinning you know 180 rpm and then you'll whack it on the ground really hard yeah. so you know, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> it's not good <laughs> it's
4: it hurts yeah, yeah. yeah. it hurts yeah
5: yeah but they're serviceable you know you can change bearings you can do all that stuff. It's just you know now you're sending sending the turbine out and waiting you know and spending money and not flying the heli and all that stuff i I think they're really cool in the scale. Some of these guys that put them in the scale helis are
1: just yeah they sound i think i would so i would only want uh personally i would only want a a turbine heli if it was scale just yeah. because yep. You know, yeah. otherwise it just seems like you're having an awful lot of money to have a three D helicopter that doesn't fly three D. <laughs>
5: you know, some some of these ones that uh you know, uh, I think is it Len Mount that makes the uh the one gazelle with the engines hanging up at the top, the Jackowski Juk- I think it is. And it's just all I mean, all scale. It's just beautiful. So the working ship is killing. And uh, you know, that's neat, but man, oh man. I looked at those and I was like, Yeah, never mind, I'd have to sell
1: evident <laughs> <laughs> There was a uh it was an either an article or I forget where I saw it, it might have been Facebook um of a, a Pilatus like a turbo turbo prop Pilatus turbo prop uh, yeah yeah with uh yeah, it's really like 70 dollars $70, yeah. you, know you know how much that pro- you know how
2: much that prop is alone? Uh, that that's stupid money, but do you know how much on the scales how much that prop alone is? Uh I no mean, no I mean a significant fraction of seventy thousand
1: dollars, I would imagine. <laughs> Probably
5: five grand, so, something like that. Yes, and it's just
1: yeah. that's just nuts. It's like you've got an you've got a, a beautiful scale airplane, or a Porsche in the nine eleven. You know, which one do you
2: want? <laughs> yeah, right. So, <laughs> and there's hours. like five of them hung on my, on my club from guys that crash them.
1: Oh,
2: remember? Oh,
1: yes, hey, I remember. Hey, Frank, thing. you know what? The, you know, we just, just got in the beautiful mail. Beautiful engineering, though.
2: what you guys got?
5: We, we just got in the mail, we just got the conversion for the uh for the Glogo. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we,
1: we we ordered that at your event. <laughs> wow. Oh wait, conversion take... for what what are you converting it to? We're taking uh, uh, the six
5: ninety electric and we're going to a gas room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it the yeah. um uh the black blackout mods? Black blackout mods. Yep. yep. Nice. So, blackout mods. Yeah, those yeah. are
1: those are gorgeous Great. conversion kits.
5: It really is. It is I've nice. never
1: seen one in person, actually.
5: Yeah, it's very cool. We were, Devin was flying. Who's flying? Doug's, right? I was flying Doug's at Frank's event. Yep, yep.
1: I still need to go. Like every weekend when I go fly, I'm like, should I go see Doug's field? It's like, nah, I'm going to go to the other field. One of these <laughs> days. One of these days I need to go to Doug's field because it's the same how, distance. Like it's, they're both, they're equally distant from my house. It's like 40 minutes away. How close are you to Doug? About 40 minutes. Uh, oh, geez. in Kenny, and I live in East Dallas. so. Okay.
5: That's not that far. Um, so I've got a, I've got a to, uh, decent number of friends
1: at the other at my other club that I. I we
5: used to see. go down to uh, Ron Lund's Fun Fly back in the oh, uh, m-
1: back okay. in the mid nineties. So yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. yeah. Did
1: that you ever was... go to the uh, the Arrow Hobbies Fun
5: Fly? No, um, no. I spent uh, I spent a whole bunch of time out in Colorado, um, going out there for a couple of different fun flies. One in Arvada, um, and then the other one was I can't remember the name of the town. It was. Uh, shit, drawing a blank. I'll remember it later. So uh, but that was cool. They had Curtis Youngblood out there. and Bob Johnston came over from the UK. And, I mean, just a whole bunch of people. It was crazy. All all the names that you that that you don't really hear of now, they're all doing other stuff. So but it was it was cool. It was fun times. Nice. You know? yeah. yeah, it was cool.
0: So how yeah. many fun flies do you guys hit in a year? In a
5: year, we'll probably do
0: 30.
1: So, oh, wow. Like okay. So yeah. that – I mean, assuming, but they're, but they're assuming, assuming there's oh, a but dead – s- Some big, some smaller. I was going to say, assuming a dead season of some kind in the winter, are you hitting multiple events a week? Uh, no, we're not
5: dead at all. We just we keep going. So. We just oh, going. okay. No, Yeah. no No stop No stop for us. It could be 20 degrees out. Well, maybe not 20. What do we limit ourselves to now about 40 degrees
3: out uh, Usually yeah When it's cold enough to snow Yeah
5: Yeah yeah We, we try to You know Limit, limit like, the fly a, a little bit But uh, I can't do that <laughs> Yeah it, December December and January We slow down But we have um, We have a fun fly That we do up here In the northeast, northeast uh, Just a small little Impromptu one For like Thanksgiving weekend We usually try to hit one And then uh, Christmas week We'll do a freeze fly on like January first, um, and then we usually do another small one at Allen Air Park in uh, in January, like uh, fifteen twenty guys. So really not a fun fly. It's like a it's a one day thing, but it's
1: still flying with a group of
5: guys. So yeah, you know
1: yeah, we so. have one January first at ours as well. That's uh, yeah. I, think, I think it's early January at least where you go out and freeze yeah. your butt off. I mean this I was just looking Texas, at my calendar.
5: Really Uh, just earlier today um, between the heli stuff and um, we're doing some jet events too, so I'm lumping them in there also. Um, There's three or four that we do. Um, But it's quite a bit. We're going almost every weekend right through till October now. Do either
1: of you guys work in uh, industries related to the hobby or is this purely for fun?
3: Um, No, neither of us. I mean, technically, technically, I do work in the industry of the hobby as far as testing and prototyping and all that stuff goes. But as far as like my career,
1: no, neither of us do any, do anything in the hobby. Wow. Okay. So yeah. That's yeah. a, that's a lot of, uh, I mean, that's, a, that's a huge commitment, you know, it's, a, it's every, every weekend pretty much.
5: Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, and, it's, and it's different. Uh, you know, it's different fields. Sometimes we're up in, uh, Croton, New York, flying with those guys with Frank and Al Talone. Then we're down in South Jersey. Uh, we've been going up to Rochester quite a bit. Um, we'll go up and see Christy Diamante up at his field every now and then, and just you know, somebody calls on Friday night and says, "Hey, let's fly here." Okay. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> yeah, what go? part of uh,
1: what part of the country are you guys in? You said Northeast. We're like in Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, we're yeah. in okay. North, <laughs> North North Jersey. Gotcha. Gotcha.
5: Yeah, and there's a there's a flying field every twenty minutes. <laughs> something yeah
1: that's pretty cool i mean we've got i'd say five but you know the 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 distances are just crazy you know they're all five of them are almost an hour apart from each other
5: well yeah but look at you know for me to drive across new New jersey it's about an hour and a half for you to drive across texas what's it like three days
1: (laughs) you can make it in three days if you're lucky. yeah it's a lot of ground i think it's about 11 hours is Um, it yeah yeah that's a lot of but i mean still it's it's one of those things like, you know, I, I, we've got some friends that just moved to Dallas and they're like, oh, what do you guys do for fun? It's like, oh, you know, we drive five or six hours out of the city. Yeah. Like, Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like so, to find something of geographical interest, you have to drive that far away from Dallas.
5: Yeah, it's funny because guys will ask, hey, what are you working on right now? It's like, ah, nothing. Just fixing stuff that we break or, or that we want to change or something, you know? Um, not just... Like I said, this time of year it's like full go on flying. So you know everybody, everybody wants to see the Oxys out at the field, and um, you know get a lot of invites to go places. It's, it's it's really cool. It's it's nice to go out and see everybody. Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Oh yeah, so, that's one thing I was gonna ask is is what your your fleet looks like. Like I, I know that um, Devin, I know you fly for Oxy. Is that the only is that the only heli that you're currently flying right now, or do you have a, um, a couple other?
3: Well, that's my primary heli. Like. Um so it's what i run to when i want to fly usually so like i can i can fly other helis it's it's out there i'm not limited to oxy but the oxy's my go-to heli because i enjoy it the most it's the most fun the most connected helicopter that i that i have all any oxy so my oxy
1: 5 is, is definitely my one of my top favorites yeah um, for the five for that seat for that size it's my absolute favorite um i think my my specter is my is my all-time favorite yeah if, uh, if they had a if they had an oxy seven i'm i I'm sure that would uh, that would compete for it yeah, oxy seven man that looks oxy awesome 7. wouldn't that be great wouldn't that be fun <laughs> that would be amazing wouldn't would... it be amazing if they came out with that soon <laughs>
5: <laughs> i wish about, i think we should i think we should talk about that sh- get- skip all that and go right to an 800 no no no
3: no <laughs> no, 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 no no no
2: hey so <laughs> usually i i ask the guests if there's anything that they don't want to talk about so i i uh i skipped that already because you know i, I know you guys i'll get you guys to talk about this so um <laughs> tell us tell us about the 700 because i know you guys have one
5: <laughs> i don't have the 700 i don't have one of those
2: <laughs> Sorry, six ninety.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's my logo. I'm looking at it right who would, now. Who would do a six ninety? That's the one I'm converting to the gas. <laughs> the only
3: six ninety I know of is
5: Mikado. That, that's sure, that's sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I can say I can, can s- say that in the McClellan household, I'm staring at probably let's see, one, two, three, four. About six different things that are in the testing procedure right now. So <laughs>
1: hey, didn't, you ca- didn't you have your camera on a minute ago? Go ahead and turn that back on for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's looking
5: it's looking the wrong way. <laughs> it is. <laughs> looking the wrong way. No, we got we got stuff from Luca. We got gears, uh, we've got servo arms, we've got pulleys, uh I've got blades, um, you know, there's there's some stuff and there's more stuff coming. So um you know, are there new helicopters coming? Yes. <laughs>
3: yes. That's about, that's about the limit.
1: Next. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, well. you see, you see answered how answered all of my questions at once. How about that? That's crazy. Yeah, no, he's, he's, working,
5: yes. he's working on so much stuff right now. And what a lot of guys I think don't realize is that, you know, we, we, we get the finished product at, at, at some point, but in the beginning, the stuff that we get is is um, everything that's got to be figured out. Oh
3: yes, for sure. Like the the biggest thing that I that I can tell you is the oxy nitro. The original oxy nitro that I flew at Urcho twenty nineteen is very different from the ones that you guys get and buy. That's now produced. Yep. So yeah, a, I mean, just lot.
1: looking at the uh, the original oxy five electric, you know, it looks like there was a significant change between yes, the and then the final model. There was a yeah. lot of change. There, Very much so. Yeah. So actually, you know, that, that, that brings up a question that maybe you can answer. Uh, when you are testing this top secret stuff, like how, where do you do it so that no one sees you? Do you just like, go to your back go to go find a, a deserted field somewhere and, and ah. fly it out? Or, or do you have members of your club that sign <laughs> so, MBAs, or
3: So <laughs> when it comes to that, when it comes at the field we fly at, there's a core of about two or three of us that constantly fly together. We're great friends. See each other every weekend, and that's it. So I kind we kind of make an exception for that because we okay. know we, we know them so well. We we know it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to get out anywhere. So it's that's you, it's really it's really hard to f- find a place besides a flying field where you can go and fly because especially with the way it is nowadays, if you yeah. just go to an open field and fly. You probably have a pretty good chance of getting the cops called on you. So,
1: yeah, especially. I feel like I'm lucky in that respect because I, I still fly regularly in the soccer fields near my house, and I haven't had.
5: Yeah, I haven't and had. You got to remember too, if there, the couple of guys that really have seen seen us at at that field, they're mostly airplane guys, and they have no clue what they're looking
1: at. Anymore. Oh, true, and they also just <laughs> give zero shits. You know. Exactly, so, so they're like, yeah, it's one of those things again. I don't even know it's what that
5: is, you know?
3: Half, half, the, half the heli guys don't even notice.
5: Yeah, so, no, we did, we did a whole bunch of testing on the APS boom. Uh, that, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's got a prototype gear out that he made for, uh, for Turek, for the Oxy5 HF, because um, he was blowing gears up, and it's completely different different product that he's machining it out of and everything. And I I don't know if that's gonna even, you know, come to uh to manufacture or not. Come to the market or not, yeah. Yeah. Because it's a very,
3: very high quality main gear, so it's a pretty pretty big bill that you're flipping out for the main gear. But it it's um it's a world of a difference. Yeah, it's cool. Especially at the especially at the head speed I fly. So
1: yeah, I would imagine that you know, there's there's probably only a fraction of people that would even be able to take advantage of the strength, right? Uh, with the way they fly. It, I yeah, yeah, I, would, I think really, I'd be fine with the normal gear.
3: It really depends because my whole thing is is like it, with the HF. When I go to an event, I always turn the heli up, make it really fast, really agile, and just so it moves. It just it's absolutely blazing. So I'm spinning. 2800 on the head, so it's uh, it really eats things pretty quick, and it's usually just the main gear. So, this main gear is a little stronger designed for the higher head speed.
1: Nice, actually, that was that was another one of the questions you mentioned. The HF, do you? fly the HF as your primary 5 or Uh, the HF upgrades on a regular 5?
3: No, so the HF is the primary 5 I have. It's it's my Meg. It's swinging 605s or 603s. Um, But if there's a heli, I'm not as comfortable with it. I'm not really a huge electric, like I don't connect as well with electric helis. It's just how I am. If, If there's a heli that when you watch me, in my personal opinion, when you watch me fly, and you're, you're going to be like, "Wow, that was a really well open flight with some nice flying." It's going to be a nitro. Out
2: boy, I think my
1: I think my, uh, my favorite video. <laughs> it's one of like two I think that I've watched you uh, fly. It was the one where you ran it into the beam, the beam field, and, yeah. uh, and,
5: and and then picked it up again, <laughs> and then it promptly picked it up and flew it again. I was like, "That's the best thing ever, man!" That's awesome. Yeah, look, try to find try to find the flights at the. At spring fling, when he was when he was flying, whose flight, whose was That was that was Brandon's, Brandon, yeah, Brandon Stanley. Brandon yeah. yeah, Brandon. That Lee's was Valley. that flight. That flight was done at four a.m. under the lights with Brandon's helicopter, and he's like, "I wanted to crash," and I think you put it in the beans like three times, right? I
3: put it, I put it in the bean once, yeah. but when he told me to crash and then I flew, he goes, "That was close enough." Yeah, I'm happy with that.
5: Yeah. So, and it, and it was just—it was amazing. They actually ran out and picked it up, and it was still running. Scott Graham picked it up and just put it down, and he put it right back in the air and continued his flight. Yeah,
3: I heard someone in the background. You are gonna check it? And I was like, Nah, it's fine.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, if you um, if you have access, like quick access to that video, you can just throw it in the in the Zoom chat here, and I can put it in the show notes.
3: I don't have quick access to it now. okay well i think, think it was live right? i think
5: it was live i think it was it was, on a, the it, was
3: a, it was live on the hangout yeah oh yeah we would
5: probably have to search uh, we, we could probably find it and search it through but it was you know, everybody's That's like right. what, t- what know time what YouTube time YouTube. was that flight and it was like that was like four in the morning on saturday night and they're like yeah.
3: what <laughs> yeah they were like the funny thing is, is there's only like 10 people watching but all those 10 people were like I'm happy I stayed up till 4 a.m. Yeah, yeah
5: it, was, it was cool. It was definitely cool. So. Yeah, it was a great but, time. Yeah, we got a bunch of Oxys here. There's like uh, there's a 550 Nitro, a 600 Nitro, the, the, the HF, uh, another 550 Electric, uh, Oxy 3, Oxy 4 Max. Um, got a logo hanging on the, on the wall here, uh, a Logo 700 Extreme, one of the original ones. And then uh, the 690, which we're going to convert to the gasser. And what else? What else? What else is floating around? A bunch of jets. But they're not helicopters. They don't count. Yeah, that's not helicopters.
4: <laughs> so, um,
5: yeah, I had a bunch of synergies, too, but I was sitting on them for the longest time because I couldn't get parts. And
1: finally decided. Yeah, well, that, that's uh, something that we haven't talked about in a while on the show. What's the uh, – do you guys know what the status is of of You know, I, I, I know –
5: I know Matt and Amy were out in uh, Cincinnati, flying, yeah, and a whole bunch flying. of people were flying synergy stuff. But I haven't heard anything about you know parts availability or anything like that. I haven't looked either because I don't have them anymore. Um, but, I, I, I sold what I had.
3: Yeah, when I say when it comes to the that, we know about as much as everyone else does. Yeah, gotcha. Because yeah. I,
1: I know that they still have intentions of starting up again. I just didn't know what the time at the timeline it have been announced or uh, maybe, you
5: maybe know, I, you know, I honestly, right. I hope they do. I mean, they ha- they flew, not, we flew the N seven for
1: three years, uh, years, probably. years. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I got really close to buying one last year or maybe two years ago and, and yeah. didn't whenever the shutdown, whenever those, those shutdown happened. Um, yeah. and cause that, that was actually right when I was, I was going to buy one of the, um, oh, what's the five, five hundred size one, the five,
2: the 516 oh
1: the 516 The
3: 5, yeah. 5, oh the electric or the nitro
1: the electric it was the small oh yeah the 516 yeah i was gonna buy one of those and then i just I, I waited too long and then by the time i was ready to pull the trigger it was i think they had announced that they were stopping so and that would, i would yeah. love to be able to get one of those because they look like fantastic helens
3: it flew very well it did it, i mean crashing was a little hurt but it flew very well I can't. I can't say it was a good helicopter. While I flew it, it was. Um, that was the first seven hundred nitro we put together. That's going back a couple of years, and um, I was between that and at that time the Goblin six hundred and fifty just came out. The nitro, the original nitro. Mm. I I flew the six hundred and fifty, and I flew the N seven, and um, I ended up buying an N seven. So it was. Uh, it was a good heli. I'm glad Javi and I
1: are still nitro He's going Ni- to say that way. Nitri- nitro-less? <laughs> I, <mean>. <laughs> nitro-less. <laughs>
5: I tell you what. You know what? You need to get a nitro, and then you need to go fly it, and then go back to your electric, and you will be so much better of a pilot. Oh, I know. I've heard Frank tell
1: it, me this a million it, times.
5: It will. I, uh... just, yeah. You, you, will, I, I, le- you yeah. will learn you know, how to make a helicopter move with less. And then when you go back to the electric, you'll be like, "Oh my god!"
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah that's very po-
5: true. Where did all this power come from? You know,
1: it's so, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I personally don't have any um any any problem with like I, I don't like hobby has almost like a a religious a religious stance on the on the topic.
5: Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it, it's not for everybody. Yeah, it is not for everybody. Luca will tell you that. Nitro is not for everybody. You need to be patient with it. You need to learn. You need to get help with the tuning. You know, a properly tuned yeah. Nitro will will run beautiful for you and feel great. But, you know, if you've got it wrong, it just it affects everything.
2: I think the it's biggest... A shit, it's a, it's a think, shitty day when it doesn't run right.
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think the biggest yeah. thing about
3: Nitro is if you're not like... Uh, a tinkerer, you don't like to really play with stuff. So you just want to set it and fly it. That's, that's where you start losing your patience and all that stuff. So you really gotta, gotta have it to sit down and be like, what's wrong?
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, we had covered this again a couple episodes prior, but um, one of the main things is just the lack of, of free time that I have to devote to helis. And I think hobbies yeah. the same way that if you got to the, if, I can only go out to the field, you know, you know, once a week, sometimes, I mean, maybe twice a week. Um, but I don't want to spend the time that I'm there fiddling with it with the nitro. I, I completely get that that point of it. So, yeah, um, yeah, I can see that when I get one, I'll probably you know if it doesn't fly that day, I'm not going to be tinkering with it then. Like I'm just going to fly my electrics and just let it sit on the bench.
4: <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> the the 600 size nitro with like the OS 55 um, is just that's a great platform. They fly good. You really won't do a whole lot to them. They're efficient. Yeah. You know, if you go with a seven hundred, you're going to be drinking some fuel, which is really expensive and hard to get now. Oh, right, um, right. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. I, I I don't miss. I don't have. We don't have any seven hundred nitros in the air. So, uh,
1: and I don't. Miss is it is it just because of the uh, the efficiency and the cost factor on that? Uh,
5: yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. It's just it's just, you know forty something dollars, fifty dollars a gallon for fuel and.
1: You know, yeah, get, what does that you, equate to for 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 a flight, or let's say maybe an get, afternoon flight? You fall. get
5: six flights out of the seven hundred miles. So six Same. flights
1: per like six
5: you're flights per can
2: per, per six, gallon. Yeah. Six flights per, per gallon.
5: gallon. So if you're paying thirty-six
1: dollars,
5: of six dollars okay. a, a flight for fuel. So that,
2: but it's glorious. Six it's
5: six dollars. That's
1: not inexpensive, you know. So yeah. No,
5: <laughs> no, no. It's it's. Uh, It's not, it's there's something about it. I could never actually put my finger on what it is. It's maybe how it feels and sounds and smells, all that, that just, you know, attracts me back to the nitro all the time.
1: I do love, I do love the way it smells, though. That is something that it's not, it's not a smell that you encounter in normal life.
5: Uh, Yeah.
1: It's very unique.
5: A a properly tuned nitro will have this very unique smell. It's not, it's not like, you know the oil lubricates the engine and then comes out of the exhaust okay and if it's not running too hot or too lean or anything it doesn't it doesn't burn that oil and it's just got this smell to it that just it just smells good <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah so and and you know the oil all over the heli and everything that's you know if you look at the helicopter and it's all dripping with oil and everything, it's running good
2: <laughs> yeah
5: so yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. They're they're like vaginas. They, they self lubricate. <laughs> yes. yes, you just hit it right on the pin, Frank. That's the yes. best time for. Hold that on. Only the when best.
1: they're only when they're happy
2: to see you, though. You know. Only when they're happy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Only oh, you, you can tickle them right.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. That's crazy.
5: Oh, <laughs> love it. So, it always oh. goes. In, it always goes in the toilet. <laughs> oh, of course. Hey, I've
1: hey, been, I was are, waiting the whole time. So like we like podcast, so we can say we can say all these fun things.
5: Yeah, exactly. So it's not it's not kid friendly.
1: So, <laughs> well, you know, we we did have I did have uh, plans on this being like a, a normal like actual interview type episode, but I, I'm I'm enjoying this. Oh, it's, Natural it's talking cool. cool about way
5: more. So, you know, yeah. So you just, you are just talking and and having a good time and everything. Uh, you
2: know, so, you know. I got I, some, I got some questions I gotta ask though before this because there's some good ones here. Actually, uh, I wanna make some statements too. Oh, oh no. Uh-oh. Yeah, oh. Yeah, because there's some good questions, I'm, and I'm I'm not gonna go into anything bad. It's all good stuff. It's just we've been, right. well, Are we? i long moving on enough. to statements from Frank. Is that is that what we're? No, at? no, 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 no. no, no. Ah. I just wanna make sure that you know. We, I, I like the bullshitting and you know i'm always a big fan of that i think some of the best content comes from us shooting the shit. Uh, i think <laughs> if, if we if we if we overplan it it's like you know uh so i think paul i think you and me are not talking are not going to save much of our uh what's going on in our lives right now right Yeah, that's fine would you agree with me yeah okay so i, I kind of want to talk about this my first ever fun flight outside of the united outside of the state of florida was the Free Fall Funk Fly in New Jersey. Oh, where my first God. Oh well, oh my God. Where, I first, where I first met Rob and Devin.
4: Yeah.
2: And, you know, my first event going out somewhere, I'd never tri- traveled to a helicopter. I don't know what the hell I was doing. I brought a 700-size gasser with me.
5: What, and, what uh, year was
2: this, roughly? Do you remember? About like five years, two, years ago. Okay. Two seventh, 2017? Yeah, I think yep. so. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because the hangout was already going. The hangout was already going. Yes, it was that. That was the first year of the hangout. So, yeah, I flew out with those. I flew out there uh, for the event because I, I just had to go. They they were talking about it. It was like their second one, and I'm like, man, it'd be cool to show up and go there. And I've never done it. And that's like my first one traveled. Like, like my travel kit now is so much different than what I had then, you know. That was um, at that little tiny field, too. Yeah, I remember that's where I met you, Mike D, um, yep. Steve, Kevin. I met everybody there. I just showed up and it was it was awesome. It was awesome. Um so that was at the beginning of that year. That was like what June, right? It was around this time. It was in right? June. It was right around yes. this time. Yep, yep. I I, I know
3: bec- I remember because Frank had about four layers on that night.
5: Yeah, it was cold that night. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, yes, I remember, especially being from Florida. So yeah. it was such a good time, and that's, and then Rob, of course, there had. That's when the whole tradition started. Every time there's a there's a fun fly, Rob works on one of my helicopters, intentionally or non intentionally. He's like, hey, let me let me look at that over for you because we we're trying to figure out the tune on the on the gov to get it kind of right, and he just went through the whole thing and reset up my whole machine for me that day. So. <laughs> that was like one of the first – that's the first time I met them both. And then Devin, just like Rob works on my machine, Devin flies them, and he flew my gasser back then. Uh, so that's a cool memory I have of you guys. Oh, Got to be careful, though,
5: letting him fly helicopters. You remember the first time in Homestead, right?
2: Oh, oh no yeah. He no can wear out how
5: much he flew he, the nitro down there. He yeah, he wore he, he he wore
2: out my 105. Granted, it was it was a year and a half old already, so I had it for a while. So it it it, it needed to be switched over. I just think I would have had another like two years. Would if if Devin wouldn't have flown it, but it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was a cool one. What about when I when I met you guys up at Rochester? When oh me my and Chris God. Went up. Yes. So
4: this was
2: this was a really cool event because that was the event where Rob and Steve. Built my N7 for me that I sent I shipped them everything from here in one big box, you know, a 105 and everything, ready for it to go. And they put it together for me. They actually, this even it's actually on video on the hangout. If you go back far enough, you can probably find it. And so now I show up there without a helicopter, and then I have a I have a beautiful helicopter to go fly, which I loved. And I put massive amounts of flight on it. And it was a great helicopter. It was my first uh, synergy. And that event Rob taught me how to shoot how to throw autos and I think like my first serious autos I did it that event so another cool that event was, uh, that.
5: that was Roberts, right
2: yeah yeah that was Robert. that was at Rochester that was that
5: same year
3: that's when Chris and Frank came up
5: and we had a good time oh man <laughs> it was a great time
4: <laughs>
5: oh, shoot I forget about half of this stuff you know it's like oh, you dude, start talking happened. about it, and then it's all, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember how this happened and that happened? And so, oh, man. That and great. that
2: year, and that year, Devin, we did the auto contest, and Devin got within, like, two inches to it. He won he won the auto contest, but he got super close. We're calling him two inches the entire weekend. Two inches. <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah. That was the year that I was, that, like, when I was talking Oh yeah, like you, didn't,
2: you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't even want to do it. I had to force you to do it. He's like, I don't yeah. want to do it for you. And I went over there and I signed him up for it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he ended up killing it.
3: Yeah, beat Raja. Yes. <laughs> I think that, I was that, doing that, inverted that autos, good. too. I think
2: I was doing inverted was, autos, too. That was that felt good. It was a great. That's
5: awesome.
2: I love it. great. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Frank's
5: so, going I, back down memory lane for sure. No,
2: no. I'm, going, I'm coming back with stuff that I remember that I that – It's hard to forget, you know, um, Devin, I wanted to ask you, so tell us how the whole thing with you and Oxy came to be.
3: Oh, that's a, that's a really funny story. I think it was Urcha 2018. And at that time I was flying an Oxy four stretch. That's what was out. The four max hadn't come out yet. It was, they were, I think doing testing on it. And Bill, Bill Ann wanted to do a video. And I was flying the Oxy-4 stretch, having some fun and everything. And I landed. I did my flight. I landed and turned around, and Luca was standing there. Rasmus was standing there, and Aaron were all standing there watching me fly. And uh, after I finished flying, Luca asked if he could talk to me about something and that's when he, that's when he asked me
1: to fly, fly for Oxy. Oh, nice. I mean, I'm assuming you didn't know they were watching you until you turned around.
3: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no clue that they were watching me and I turned around and there's like three golf carts behind me with Oxy banners and people watching and everything. And it was, nice. it was, it was, it was killer. It was pretty. How killer. many, uh,
1: how many team pilots does Oxy actually have? So,
3: what do you, what cotton, so, in the standards of like professional forward slash factory pilots, there yeah, are
2: yeah, do do the factory pilots. Don't do yeah. the yeah. just the team reps. Yes, yeah, so do the in, factory.
3: In the factory pilots, there are ten of us worldwide. Okay, are you the only U.S. one? Um, I don't know. I think we got there's a there's Matthew yeah. Kr- Matthew Kramer that is used to, that talked to a lot mm-hmm. over here, and then Mark Alswager as well. That and uh, that. Uh, Josh Goodrow and Josh Goodrow, yes. Yeah. and um, so they're another core group of guys. So that's there's four of us here in the U.S. Cool. Yeah, there's not not a lot. There's not a lot of factory guys for for Luca. It's very small, and uh, but we all get a, get along very well. We all I think all of us talk almost every day. So.
5: You guys want to know something really cool at, at Urcha two years ago? Uh, Rich had stepped down as the uh, manager of the team. <laughs> and um, we were talking with Luca and everything. And just, we, we, we basically talked about, well, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And, we're, and we were like, let them go. Let them do it themselves. And they had a killer, Urcha. I mean, they took care of everything. From the scheduling on who was flying, when, what they were doing, who was going to fly together, this, that, and the other thing. Luca and I and Joe, we were like, you know what, you guys do it. Get out of here. Leave us alone. <laughs> and uh, and then Lucas, was like, we don't need a team manager. Just <laughs> he goes, he goes, just let them do it.
1: <laughs> I was like that cool. self organizing <laughs> is the best. Yes. Right. Right. That's
3: how that's how we do it. We get in the yeah. circle. There's a we 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 get in a circle and we just talk about what's going to happen and then do it.
1: Yeah. So. See Frank, you're making your job a whole lot harder on yourself. You just let them do it.
3: <laughs> no no no
1: no no no, 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 no <laughs> I, 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 I'm
4: not
2: a I'm I'm not so carefree. I'm more I'm a dictator of my teams. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm a dictator. Uh, <laughs> That's uh, funny. So Devin, so being that you know we've always. I've already interviewed your dad before and I've already picked all of his brain stuff out like of. Okay. Um, so, uh, my next question for you, who are your sponsors? And this was a, a little self-serving to myself, but I still... Uh,
3: yeah, I understand why. <laughs> I understand why. Don't worry about it. So, Oxy Helicopters, yeah. K- KST Servos, Mania X Batteries. That's what I was looking for. And Only Fine Helis. that's
1: that's Very.
3: that's it right now
1: sorry frank i was expecting a great reveal as to why you asked that question was there something else
2: <laughs> no no it's Along with that I'm the team. <laughs> oh yeah. okay okay i
1: got you i got you yeah maniacs. it's funny because
2: <laughs> and while we were recording this i i made the announcement that Devin's on the team so i had a ah. we were trying to, that's why it came out if you look on the maniacs team page right now you'll see that uh Devin has been announced as a team member yes uh so that's awesome um. Oh, what else let's have um, I'm running out of stuff here
3: you're running out of stuff here no um, give me a second we, give you a
4: second <laughs> 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 Jeez.
2: don't worry um, we
1: edit out we edit out all of the awkward silences to make it seem like yeah that's I think we do together i don't
2: ever take i don't ever take notes and i usually have you guys kind of <laughs> help me out with some questions here <laughs> um if we had no there's a bucket where i store all of
1: frank's ums that i clip out of the episode it's like 30 minutes long (laughs) (laughs) so much love here god damn i'm gonna keep this in now just for that you know
2: (laughs) oh that's great make me look like a buffoon
3: nah it's just awkward silence i'm waiting for the question frank come on (laughs) what else you want
2: to know so you're mostly a the, so tell us about usually your setup. You know we, I've, I've asked you this before because i 'm always picking your brain on flight setup and that, uh, and yes. you know having your dad here makes, makes a great point. You know? um, how do you tend to do your setups and by setup by, by setup is like your parameters on D bar? are your, where do you okay. kind of stand with those? and how do you, do you and how different do you do it for your electric than you do your nitro? Oh
4: that,
3: boy. One,
2: that one's also a little self-serving because I'm trying to figure that out as, as, as well.
3: Alrighty, so when it comes to my electric, I right now for my heli's I run a Scorpion Tribunus 130 12S and uh Squir- and I have a Scorpion 4025 520 for a motor. Uh with a V Bar Neo and Ma- and Maniacs battery. So there's there's the electronics and KSD yeah. servos. Um, when it comes down to the V-bar setup, um, I take a long time to do a V-bar setup because I, I know exactly how I want my heli to fly. So, uh, usually a day or two in just setting up the heli. When it comes down to the electrics, I usually run the style as low as I can get it. And my agility is in the, on the head is in the 140s. So you have the
2: agility pegged, in other words, all the way to the top.
3: Yes, I'm basically almost in the overdrive. Okay. Um, my tail. I don't really mess. I don't really mess with. I mess with the gains a little bit. Um, so maybe if if I have a little bit of a tail jitter or something like that, I have to mess with gains. Usually. You usually don't have to mess with the IOD gains. Um, and the tail agility in the is in the one thirties. 138, 140. I usually run it around. Mm -hmm. So that's for that's uh, at and on the HF. That's at 2800 RPM on the head. Mm -hmm. So it's very fast. I um I don't really like using a lot of the stick. I've I have it very pumped up like that because I like to fly around center stick. You, I can move my hands. Significantly faster rather than Having to go across the, the joystick Of the radio to try and do things mm. um, So And then head gains. That's nothing really mess, mess with You know with the Scorpion You don't have to mess with any timing Or anything like that um, But When it comes to my electric Versus my nitro it's Very different So on my electrics, I run right around probably thirteen or fourteen degrees of pitch. And I think on my nitro, my six hundred size nitro, I'm around fifteen or sixteen degrees. Um and my agilities are in the one twenties on the head for the nitro and the tails that stays right around the same in the one thirties. It's a little bit slower, a little bit more precise. You know, you can uh all your moves you can slow it down a little bit, make it look very clean, very, very beautiful. Like a night, like, like how, how I think a nitro should look. Cause you can smack around a nitro, but I think it looks much better when you do a like a very technical smack flight. Um, right. And I don't run governor on my nitros. So the head speed is, uh, 80% cause I run throttle curves usually 80 to a hundred percent. So it's probably somewhere around 21, 22 hundred. Um, the, the style's way down again and uh, OS, OS 55 HDR with the uh, MRCI pipe. Nice. Nice. Um, what else? What else? Byron rotor rage fuel. I uh, you can't 20, get any more. Yeah, can't get any more. <laughs> yeah. 20, 22 and a half, I don't run 30% of my nitros. I personally think it does not matter, really. you, it, you, To feel the difference between, like power difference between 22 and a half and 30%, you, you have to be doing something very precise and very just in it where you to notice that difference. So I just run the less nitro cause I was flying a lot of one Oh fives in the past. So that's what I had.
5: Now I heard that you're running a lot more pitch on your nitros. You got to explain that.
3: So yeah, a lot of people, um, I guess Thank you most, Rob. Pe- Thank you for- most people <laughs> only run 12 and a half degrees on their nitro. I run 16, but I, don't use it that often. The only reason I run so much pitch is for really hard, aggressive stops. So I can get, I can get really hard, aggressive stops with all the pitch, but it's, um, it's very perfectly timed because if you're, if you use all that pitch for a long time, you're going to absolutely kill the motor. Uh, it's going to hate it. But if you, if you know when it, when and where you can be there, it, it, that's why I run that much pitch. With the lower head speed, too, it's a little, you can manipulate it a little more. And uh, I, li- I just like a little bit more pitch for that reason, probably.
2: Yeah. So, so I always, me and your dad have had this conversation before. So, why do you do throttle curves instead of governor on your Nitro? Okay. What's the advantage?
3: So. The probably the biggest thing for me for throttle curves or me flying it wouldn't be so much everyone is um, more consistency in the tunes. The tuning is the tuning is more consistent. Where I put it is usually where it stays, um, and that's because the governor opening and closing the throttle, and I have to run my needles a little bit different. I run my needles a little bit different because um, of of the way I fly, I use I usually leave one of the needles a little bit richer to keep the motor cool, and um, and so and that throttle curve is a lot of tuning. So, uh, but also um, I've had a lot of sensors fail in the middle of the flight, and it got to the point where it kind of just really pissed me off. So I went to throttle curves.
2: Interesting. So you were talking a second ago about running twenty-two and a half percent fuel. Yes. Uh, did, did you reshim it? Did you remove shims? Did you do anything? No, different no. The OS
3: the, the OS fifty-five will yeah. will run on. It's it'll run on both. It doesn't really matter. So the only I don't remember how many. I don't think the fifty-five comes with any shims in it. I think it just whatever stock whatever stock is, and that's good for thirty percent.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So the only time you really have to mess with shims is when you go up in nitro content. Okay. So when you're going down like that and you're not really going down a significant amount, 30% to 22 and a half isn't a huge
5: difference. So you don't have to touch it. It's just put it in and run it. Yeah. The 105, hey. the 105 is the one that you have to shim.
3: Yeah. If you oh. go, if you're the 105 is set up for twenty-two and a half. if you want to go to 30, you have to put, I think, another 0.1 shim in or 0.01 shimmin, whatever it is. And uh, that, that'll allow it to run on 30 because of the, for the, that nitro content. So, so no, I don't mess with any of that stuff on the 55. It's just fuel it and fly it.
2: Um, but beside,
3: yeah, that's, that's basically it for that. Yeah.
2: So, we were talking earlier, and I kind of want to re- go back to this because I think this is the one thing that I always admire about you guys. And I think every everybody knows you, and why you guys are so popular in the hobby scene. More than anything is out of all the events you guys go to, and you guys go to a lot of events. And you know, you know, Rob, you code CD my first event here, so you you've been oh, all that, around this country. That's what
5: that's when you got your CD, right? Yeah, that's
2: that yeah. you. Yeah, that's I got my contest director. So, um, and, I, and lately this year, I've been flying to a lot of other events, been a lot around. So I'm always trying to figure out which is my favorite event. I want to ask you, Devin, you know, you've been to just you've been to just so many. Out of all of them, is there anyone that really sticks out and why, why does it stick out?
3: So I have to say, and it's kind of for, for me, the event that I always am ready and excited to go to has to be Urcha has to be Urcha. And that's primarily because that's the only time I get to see everybody from overseas in person. Mm, So that's when I get to see Luca, Rasmus, Aaron, and the guys from Puerto Rico. And I just have a lot of fun hanging out with the Oxy family at that event is really what it comes down to. And helping anyone that needs help because there's so many pilots there. There's always somebody that comes to find you and goes, can you help me with something? Sure. Let's go do it. Let's get it done.
2: Yeah, I'm excited. This year this will be my first purchase, so I'm looking forward to that.
5: Oh, yeah. yeah. We're getting uh, yes. It's going to be know, good. It's, it's funny because all the events that we go to here in the U.S., especially like on the East Coast and everything – I haven't been out to any West Coast stuff. I would love to get out there. Um, but like seeing you guys – you know, when we when we hit Florida and Spring Fling and, and all these places, you, you get complacent because, you know, we talk all the time. We yeah. see each other quite a bit and everything. But mm-hmm. then when we hit uh, an international event like Bircha, and then you see the guys that, you know, like I haven't seen Luca in two years now. I've mm-hmm. talked to him a couple hundred times, but I haven't seen him in two years. Yeah, you know? and it's just different. You know, it's like, uh, like Rasmus and... And Aaron, Samuel, all the, all those guys. Um, it's, you know, it's it's just when you're texting them, it's one thing. But when you'd be like, hey, what's going on, you know? So. It's, yeah. The, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
5: It's
2: no, fun. I could imagine that definitely has to be fun. Uh, especially yeah. you guys being on the international, on the factory team. Yeah. You know, I, most I, think, most,
5: I think one of the best times I can remember having was down in Homestead at your event. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and, that's what I like to hear. And Bert, Bert waking me up at 2.30 in the morning to turn the lights on because he wanted to fly.
2: <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. that. That was, yeah. that, yeah. 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 Oh. So,
5: and, 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 and Susie going, don't wake him up. He's sleeping. And he goes in and, and all I hear is, McToon, McToon. And he yeah. goes, and he goes, turn the lights on. We want to fly. And I was like, okay. And I just popped right up and went out and turned
2: them on. And then turned them on. And then. And then Bert, you know, we were to actually today's his birthday. So I happy know, birthday, I know. Bert. Yeah. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday Bert. Yeah. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
2: so I was this is when I was on the SAB team, right? And I had some synergies left over, right? So we 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 were having some um refreshments to say the least. And um we started talking about flying, right? And, you know, Bert's like, Yeah, hey, I wanna fly. I was like, All right Bert, I want you to fly my my n556 and till date i don't know if it was because i was a little bit inebriated or i don't know what it was but that was the best flight i've ever seen i ever seen a human being put in front of me And i've seen a lot of guys fly really really good but that was the best flight ever under the lights with a little 55 size nitro just beating the dog's not out of it you know yeah
4: i think i flew crazy. the
2: helicopter one more time after that and i had to get rid of it because oh but yeah, it was an awesome. I remember that. That was, that was a that was funny as hell. That was a good event. I McToon,
5: missed that. McToon, wake up! We want to fly. Okay.
3: Yeah. I I missed that flight, but I heard Bert laid down some ten year old moves that are still sick to the. Oh, step. dude, oh, dude he, he, was he was
5: doing, doing the, all kinds of crack stuff and everything. It was, yes, dude, it was yes, freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's great.
2: Yeah, it was really cool. It was me, Steve, you, and Susie, and Bert. Yeah. It was yeah. de- it was definitely a good time. Um,
5: yeah. Every everybody was asleep and missed that. Isn't that terrible?
2: <laughs> we had a we had a bunch of RVs out there too, so there wasn't that many people staying in hotels. They were mainly at the at the event, and like the lights had gone down, so I could imagine how yeah. much that annoyed people. That's when we the gave Angel.
5: Of, that's when we gave Angel his first nickname, the Flag Killer. Oh yes, flag
2: the Flag killer. killer.
3: Oh my God,
2: he has yes. two now,
3: so we yeah. could. We, we can rotate between Spanish Raja and Flag Killer.
2: Oh, that's great. We got to get shirts made for that. They'd yes. On the, f-
3: oh, on the front, it says one, and on the back, it says the other.
1: So when you turn around, he's got both names. Oh,
2: man.
5: Oh,
1: dude, that's terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, you got to tell the story. Like, where did it come from?
2: Um. Oh, oh dude. <laughs> uh, so it- go ahead, go ahead. You say it, Devin.
3: It was... um. Angel was flying, and I think he was doing some practicing for F3C, if I remember correctly. And um, he lost the heli or something like that or was or was doing something, was standing a little further back than he needed to, and he came across the field and just I, dead center on the BK flag and, des- <laughs> and destroy <laughs> destroyed the flag. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> nice. It was um, – you know, Bert came out and he's like, um, oh, that was a brand new flag. Come on, Angel. And Angel was like, Oh, I'm sorry, you know. Oh it was uh we were laughing. It was pretty it was pretty funny. Oh man. But um that was that was great.
5: So that was the cool, funny that part was that was the that crazy you event we we had that happen. We had uh kyle Dahl, remember he broke his foot out out that like thursday night or whatever somewhere yeah right he was in a cast um what the heck else was what the heck else happened Ah, that was about oh and then bert in the middle of the night wanting to fly so that was cool
2: (laughs) so that's the only event that i've heard of that's had more pro pilots than non-pro pilots in it
5: dude that was all pro pilots (laughs)
2: yeah i definitely i called it a lot of favors to get a lot of people to come to my first event so yeah, uh,
5: yeah it really was so frank well, had, yeah. frank frank had the pilot raffle and nobody could take anything because everybody was sponsored
2: <laughs> yeah so all the all the guys from my club that, that just regular <laughs> plane pilots they were in there in the middle trying to get stuff yeah. and we got we got a bunch of people to donate so much stuff it was it was awesome you know um uh, definitely cool, definitely cool <laughs> yeah, remember. that was the day that Devin lost the jet as he was coming in and landed it. We're not seeing the jet. Yes. Oh, at I night. Remember when that? I did, yeah. When I
4: did that,
3: that's when Bert kept walking up and kept telling me to go like four miles out over the Gulf. And I was like, I was like, Bert, where are you trying to have me go? He goes, I want you to do a high speed pass, Bert. I can't. I, I'm starting to lose which way the plane's going. It's so small. And he goes. Then turn around and let's start it. I'm like, all right. Um, <laughs> uh,
2: that was fun. Yeah, definitely good. Definitely good times there. That was a
3: that was a great time.
2: Oh my goodness.
3: That's when I that so, also wore out your 105 there.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, I forgave that. I forgave you a long time for that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so Devin, so pro pilot. You know, uh, you're going to college. So what are you studying?
3: Ah, I am a mechanical engineer. That's my study, my major. Mechanical
1: nice. engineer. It's a good, uh, it's a good major to fit with your hobby. Well,
3: <laughs> oh, well, yeah, it's uh, something I understand, you know.
2: Yeah. So that's awesome.
3: It was a good fit.
2: <laughs> and so, what's what's in the future? What's what's planned for? What do you what are your plans for this? The next this season, this flying season.
3: Well, right now at the field, I am doing some practicing because I don't really sim. I, when I practice, I practice with the real helicopter. It's uh, good and bad because sometimes you destroy it, and sometimes it works out all right. But um, I'm hoping the next time when you see me at Urchum. I'm hitting, I'm hitting you guys up with some new stuff that I, that specifically Luca has been asking me for for a year or two now, and um, so uh, and opening my repertoire a little bit of uh, some sick moves.
2: Awesome, awesome. So, yeah, that's looking forward to that. So looking forward to seeing you there. Oh, I'm uh, I'm ready to see you there too, Frank. <laughs> it's gonna be a good time. Oh, it's gonna uh, be great. We're gonna wreck some shit. <laughs> I, I I do. I, I'm you, not gonna say that because I'm gonna do it regardless. So I'm not. I'm not gonna. I do I'm have my, to, I'm not, gonna the amount of carnage now. I'm gonna be producing.
3: I do uh, have to yeah. say, when it comes to urcha, I usually end up destroying something as well. So
2: yeah, no. I, when it comes to flying any other, any any Sunday, I, I can re- I can destroy something pretty easily.
3: Well, if you let so. someone if you let someone else fly your heli, all you have to worry about is the tail case. So that's all right.
2: Yeah. Oh, Man,
5: that was a lot, That was crazy, huh?
2: <laughs> so. Man, you know, you know, they're you know what they're Paul Hugger, you know what they're saying. is, there's uh, this past weekend in San Diego, uh, the last uh, on my last day, I had a, I was flying with AJ Joffe. You know, he's uh, he's another. This is a shameless plug, so please forgive me, everybody, but uh, he's another uh, Maniac team pilot, so uh yeah he was flying. He was putting a really good flight on the night to really put at the end and the the tail case uh came loose and i think it, i i think i need, i didn't read lock tight enough at the between oh. reassembling it when I got there <laughs> so yeah i put that one he saved it, too no tail, no nothing he saved it perfectly like nothing really? happened. really oh that's, yeah. that's impressive very 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 it was and it was very cool, it was very cool. It was um cool. But yeah, so I think I think we've gone through the gamut here. We've 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 asked Devin a bunch of questions. We got a lot of funny stories out. Um, anything else, guys? Paul, hobby? No,
1: I, I think that's it. And we've got uh, that was a solid two hours. It was a good talk. I have I have a question. I'm not done yet.
3: Okay, oh, let's go. go let's go, Javier. Let's go. we were, I'm ready
1: for this. Shoot, oh,
5: shoot. Hang on a second. Where's my mute button?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no no nitro. I just want to know Devin. Um, you know of course, I assume that, you know, given that your dad, you know, is in the hobby, he brought you into the hobby pretty young. Um, But I would like to understand because, you know, you're, you're a pretty darn good pilot, you know, you're pro level pilot. So I would like to understand you, you talked about no simming. So that takes care of, you know, one of the questions that I had, but, you know, how did you, did you actually ramp up? on your flying skills. I'm, so, I'm always intrigued right that.
3: That's, that's a really good question. And my dad will understand this completely. So I started going, I didn't start flying until probably four or five years old, but I, I would go to, to the field with my dad as a toddler and just hang out. And I was mostly an airplane pilot, but I flew helis and I learned how to fly on a Raptor 50. And, the only thing i would ever do is stationary hovers and flying around and hovering and all and you know tail in tail sideways both sides nose in all the ways and i did that for years that's years, all guys. i did y- years <laughs> i did that's all i did for years so when it came to i when it came to the point where i was like you know what i would rather fly helicopters that years of just doing the orientations and flying around and un- and understanding all that it was not very difficult for me to go from where i was to start flying 3D and doing all that other stuff i found it very it came very naturally
1: so Javier there's hope for us yet we're just you know we're just getting that part out of the way first so
0: well we have we have <laughs> to get we have to get younger <laughs> <laughs> at first and then we need to uh to to fly like that and practice because i think that that's the that's the key you know of course there's people with of course natural talent right people that will learn these faster than others but um you know i think that the key is most of the time starting young that and that you have you know a bunch of time practicing and practicing and practicing until you get to a point where uh, at least that's my theory. You get to a point where you can actually, you know, start flying and getting to that next level of yeah. pro-level level pilots. At least that's my, that's, that's my 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 thought. I think that that's mostly the case with people. I know that there's people that, you know, start a little bit older and you, they still fly well. But I think that the very best pilots, you know, start young and, and have all the oh, time in the world no, to no. start. Young, young is only a factor
1: there. because you don't have anything else to do. You know, you don't have responsibilities or family or a job. You can spend all your time flying.
5: Well, what happens is as you start flying as older, you know, maybe in your 30s. Okay, now that's not old, but it's older than, you know, starting when you're five. Um, Mm -hmm. you, You got all this junk running around in your head already about working and everything else and everything. And you don't have the time that the young kid has. So you want to jump in. You, you see these guys flying 3D, and you want to do those maneuvers. The only problem is you don't have the basics to do that. And you don't yeah. quite have the time to devote to learning them. If because I mean, when I, was, when I was a kid, I would
1: spend untold hours just doing random things yep. that I would never have the time yep. to do now.
5: Yep. Um, and then what happens is you want to, you know, I see so many guys come up, and they're doing these maneuvers, and they're actually doing them pretty well. Okay, but then the helicopter gets in a little bit of a stranger position and it goes in. Mm -hmm. Whereas with all the time that Devin spent, you know, just hovering in all the orientations, upside down, inverted, sideways, all these different ways. Now he's he's just it doesn't matter where the hell he is. He's just like, yeah, whatever, you know, do this to fix it. You know, I, I look at some of the stuff. That he does, and and, and I can't even follow it. I'm like, I have no idea what he just did. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> so, so it's you know, it's tough as you get older. You got more responsibilities. You don't have the time to do all that stuff. You want to go out and, you know, be doing those advanced uh, maneuvers with, you know, maybe less practice and everything. It's I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think
4: it's
3: um, the biggest thing that. I found with, with practicing all the orientations and now granted it may not work for everybody. You do need the orientations, but there may be a different way you can do it. But the biggest thing for me as a pilot where I stand now is when I do something, I'm, I, I just do it. It's not, I'm not there like, Oh, I'm going to do this, you know, a foot off the deck because if I'm sitting there if I'm sitting there going, all right, I'm going to do this move right here, a foot off the deck, I'm going to crash it. It's going to crash. It's, it's too, you just can't, you, you just can't. So it's really, it's really comes down to, I would say, just a lot of memory and just knowing like it it's, you just know, like I, it's the biggest thing I can compare it to is like you're doing a pure flip, right? And pirouettes are very protect, uh, precise, even though they're very cool, they're a very precise maneuver because if you happen to push the stick just even a little bit in the wrong direction for a split second, you can completely get, lose yourself. And that's where I think the biggest thing of the orientations for me came in because when that happens, I just go, all right, all right, well, I'll go the opposite way and it's fixed. It's not a big deal in my head i don't i don't know It just i just know
0: right right yeah yeah i i i i i get that uh, and i think that that's that's what most people will you know at, at that level will do i i can't i can't forget you know i don't know where i heard it on, on one of the interviews that kyle kyle stacy did that um someone someone uh you know Gave him a call and asked him, "Hey, uh, how do I do this maneuver?" And he said, "Oh, hold on." And he went out. He did it, and then he came back so that he could explain it. You yes. know, because because it's like he just does it. You know, he's 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 he has so much muscle memory that you know it's just like walking. Yeah, like I mean, you're, you're chunking. You're
1: chunking the information at that point, and you know it as a unit. Like it's you just know yes. it as a thing.
0: Exactly. And to break
1: it down actually takes thought because you haven't thought about it in years, right?
5: Yeah, like, like I was. We were up flying, uh, where were we a couple weeks ago with Ron Corus Up in uh, Downsville, Downsville, New York, yeah. And Ron's like, hey, try this maneuver. And and he just does this standing flip where it's uh, mixed with aileron and elevator, okay, or or right cyclic and forward-back cyclic. And it does like this off-center tumble. And Devin's like, oh, that's really cool, but watch this. And then he starts doing it circling, okay, And, and tail, and skids into himself, and then he's traveling back and forth, and Ron's like, jesus you did the maneuver once and now you're flying it all over the place he goes you know <laughs> yeah he, he got he got mad at me because he he's, <laughs> he's like
4: i can't move it
3: and now and now you're doing it and you're doing it you'll come across the field and every time you do a flip you quick snap the tail 180 degrees and go the other way and then do it again and you'll be reversing it just as you go down the field he, he got mad
5: You know, Matt Matt Botos put it, put it correctly. You remember what he used to say about all that beginning training orientations?
3: Yes. Because they're
5: they're boring Uh, and they they are, it's horrible. But if you spend the time to really get those down pat, it just makes a world of difference. Yeah, they're they're
3: really, it is really boring, but it's. It's, it's, it's just like learning how to do autos. If you, if you know how to do it, and you get it down pat, there are things that you will be there's a lot of money that you will be able to save by knowing it. And yes, not, sir. it, it, yeah. it yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. And it doesn't, it doesn't come down to just the fact of like, Oh well, now that I know it, I can start making my way into 3D. But now that you know it, you're not having a crash because you know the heli was in at a 45 nose into you, like you know. So it's it's just it really just helps you in the in the wallet as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I couldn't. I can't explain how I do my moves anymore. I I when I was first couple of years ago when I was learning how to do it and I could do it, but I still had to take that time. I could explain it to the T and have someone else doing it. But I, I, I can't anymore. I just, at this point, I just do everything. It's there. It, it's, it's really hard. It's just really hard to do it. Like, uh,
5: except for uh, right rudder. Right, 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 <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. Way to All call That right.
2: girl's son. All, All right, right you so, can't, that.
5: so oh, right, right. actually, actually I shouldn't call him out because You can't he, even he's, say he, that. He's, he's very yeah, he's just about got him now. He's been concentrating on that because we've been busting his nuts about that for a long time. Smash yeah. pilot, but you can't write right or pure flip. Yeah. <laughs>
3: uh, well, now that you just gave away my secret for Urcha, there you go. <laughs> my secret for Urcha, I'm going to get Frank out there with me when I'm flying and hit him with some reversals.:
5: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's still got, he's still got some work to do on it, though, but they're looking better. So. Yeah, i can do right <laughs> awesome. i can do i can hey, do hey, right. Frank, right one, of the, one of the very first events i ever took Devin to was heli's over delaware and cool we went there we got there and i when i tell you you know how we fly late like four o'clock in the mm-hmm. morning and all this stuff okay they never stopped 24 7 for three days never, nice. per- never stopped i was like i was like a kid in the candy store okay I didn't even fly i was i was watching i i mean oh my man oh man uh, art, oh, hughes was, yeah. art hughes yeah. was art hughes the grams were there um uh roman well, was there i mean all of these guys it was like i was like this is crazy and Devin could hover at that point and he would not fly he's like nope really not, i am not i do not want to fly here and it was like that for probably three years we would go to that event and we would just sit around, talk to everybody, and watch what was going on and everything. And he wouldn't even touch a helmet. So really, yeah, yep. yeah,
3: yeah. So. It was like that for a little bit, and then, um, well, and then I started flying, and uh, the what is it? The one hod we we hung out with Roman a lot, which kind of really sparked something because Roman was a badass pilot. He was a killer pilot. The things he did. If it was even nowadays is top-notch stuff, and that was cool. And that was ten years ago, and it was, it was unbelievable. So he really, he really helped spark something too. That Bert, all those guys, the inspirations, you know.
2: Very, very cool.
3: For sure, it was, it was a real, real killer times, a
0: lot of fun
2: javi any more questions
0: what else Uh, i think not i think that that was kind of like a burning question that i had uh because it's it's always intrigued me because it's it's so darn difficult for me um that i i i wonder you know what is is there is there somewhere some some way to do it better you know because i just i just can't
2: there's there's no cheat codes man it's time behind the sticks you can't tune yourself into a good pilot the best up, the but best like, money
5: you can put into this hobby is into batteries if you fly electric and nitro if you fly, you know, uh, nit- nitro fuel. Uh, that's the best thing you can put your money into. And just go out and fly a lot. And, and I'm not saying, Javier, go out on a Saturday and spend eight hours hovering. That, that, you know, that, that's not going to do it, you know. But go out there for uh, half of your flight and practice a little nose in, a little side in, a little inverted nose in. Uh, and then fly the rest of your flight. You and know, I mix, do have, it, mix it in.
3: To add on top of that, I really I really do have to say, and I know a lot of people don't say it because you don't want to do it low because you don't want to plant your machine, but it's also not a bad thing if you're at 100 feet to figure out what it where it is like where you're like, all right, I need to work on that and that'll open my envelope to you know being able to do all this. Yeah, because unfortunately sometimes just doing what you know also isn't enough. You need to figure out what you don't know.
5: Yeah, you gotta push yourself.
3: You gotta you gotta be you you gotta it's it's kind of scary sometimes, but pushing yourself to the sometimes to the point where I've done it a lot. My dad stands next to me when I fly. I've done it. You push yourself, and sometimes you crash. But then you know, all right, well, I won't do that the way I did it again. And, you, and that's just another progressing. Yeah. Right.
5: Then you get to my age, which I'm 55. And I'm like, hey, Devin, watch this. I'm going to try this maneuver. And he goes, dad, your helicopter crashed two minutes ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I still think, I, Rob's making these comments, but Rob's a hell of a pilot yeah do autos like-
5: I, I I do yeah well, autos, yeah,
3: okay. <laughs> you know what? let's do some inverted autos on huh, that, yeah, uh yeah,
4: so
3: <laughs> <laughs> now frank, Frank surprised me the most because I went down the homestead I'm watching Frank fly, I'm like, damn, you know he's like he's really getting it, and then he hits me with the puro flip, and I was like, you gotta be kidding me,
2: yeah. oh man, i put so I put so many hours to those stupid puro flips. Yeah. So
3: I will tell you the truth right now. I'm pretty good at figuring out things pretty quick. When I was going from my next move maneuver and figuring out pyro flips, and then starting to do the pyro TikToks, pyro TikTok circles, you know, figure eight, whatever I want to do, and um, I probably spent a good solid three or four months till I finally got pyro flips to the point where it's, I could put the heli wherever I want it. I want it here. I want it off to the left of me. I want it off to the right of me and it's not going there because you know, it's drifting that way. It's going there because I'm putting it there. And that was one of the most frustrating things to me, especially being young. Cause I'm like, damn, I'm putting a lot of time into this, but it, it really paid off. So it's, when it comes to just the time and you're you're doing good i saw the pyro flips they're there they're there it's just mm-hmm. a little bit more practice
2: yeah for sure i want to i want to keep them on one spot that's my goal this year
3: yeah
2: my in one spot
3: i think by when i got to the point where like i know like a lot of the top like if you watch kyle fly or or even tang yang uh Tangang fly or any of them they could do puro flips on an axis it's absolutely insane and it sits right yeah. there that's one of the most difficult things in the world to do everything has to be perfect every time but when yeah. you do get there it's the most satisfying thing in the world very true for sure yeah Frank you freaked me out with that one I was like "Whoa, Frank what you doing oh it's a pure flip. <laughs>
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh
3: yeah, It is great.
2: All right, guys. Um, it's 1215 here and I have, I have meetings in the morning. So let's, let's wrap it up. Cool. Javi, you want to do your collective, uh, collective planet or do you want to stay there for another day? And, and, well, let's
0: just, let's just do a, you know, a quick 32nd, uh, collective planet roundup just to basically to, um, to, to uh, wish well to all the other podcasts. Um, I think that they're doing an awesome job um, going around and uh, giving us fresh content. Um, I won't give out news. I did have a few news, but usually by the time we release, they're all they're old news. So, so I'll, just, uh, I'll just stick to you know uh, saying hi to the Free For All RC guys, which uh, I'm still listening to their Gregor McGrath latest episode. Uh, Houdini, RC Heli Podcast, the Apache Pass. Heli Heads, uh, they interviewed uh, Manny Nito. That was that was pretty um, entertaining as well. Ooh, today and, was his birthday mm-hmm. too, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, Happy birthday, Manny. <laughs> and uh, Telerotor, um, I think that it's not going to be long until we get the next episode um, for the next Flyberless unit on their Flyborderless review. The, le- the latest one was Paparian Demon Zone. So. I'm looking forward to that. So um yeah, that's just a quick roundup just to give a nod to our podcast brothers.
1: And one of these days we will have to get an episode published on time so the news can actually be news because <laughs> I do enjoy keeping track of that.
3: Now yes. you gotta be you gotta be unexpected. You got you always gotta be unexpected.
1: Well yeah, we always we, you know, we, joke, we joke that we consistently release an episode between every one and ten months. So <laughs> that's that's true. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my goodness so,
1: uh, all right well i think that uh i think that'll do it for tonight um yeah so guys thank you so much for coming on this is a fantastic conversation i look forward to meeting you in person uh, at some point hopefully uh, i had a, I had a really Archa. good time
5: like i said i like shooting shit and talking about fun times and everything it's great
1: and we do too although i i did i think Javi and i felt a little left out of the uh of the trip down memory lane so we'll have to come join you guys well we got to make some memories in order right? <laughs> in order for this to happen exactly
2: exactly so that's, yeah that's but motivating. look there, there doesn't go a sunday that that i don't call rob but rob doesn't call me from the flying field there's been oh, yeah. plenty of times yeah. 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 yeah when i was when i was flying nitro a lot i was calling him every 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 sunday hey this is what it did today is it right or is it wrong am i over am i over am i too lean am i too uh too fat but yeah, that's yeah pretty exciting, pretty cool. That's
5: the best, great. The, the most satisfying thing is to watch you guys that we helped whenever a year or two ago, whatever it was, and and now you got it, you know. And it's flying, oh. and you're tuning it. That's that is the that's a win in my book.
1: So that is awesome. Cool. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thank you so much for taking the time to come talk with us. Really appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. Yeah, it was man. great. <laughs>
0: Yes, guys. I hope to see you at Urcha and no nitro talk, please. Oh uh, no, <laughs>
2: we're, we're gonna have we're gonna have um, we're going to have oh Javier over here center stage flying a nitro. Flying gonna... nitro. You know what?
3: Yeah, I, Javier, just for you, just for you. I will give you my favorite helicopter to
2: fly. The
0: Goblin. Yeah. The Goblin nitro.
2: No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> it has to be a Goblin. So
0: I, I you have. Gotta to, find yeah, I, yeah. I I have I have certain. I mean, I'm not sponsored or anything but you know I have to fly if if I'm going to ever touch a nitro it has to be at least a goblin
1: I mean I still feel that we could make this a community fundraising event where everyone pitches in a dollar and Javier ends up with a goblin nitro at the end of virtue
2: oh, <laughs> for, sure.
5: for sure we could start a go <laughs> on I, I'll put a I'll put a dollar into that no doubt yeah yeah, for sure.
2: I would definitely. No,
1: Javier, I was gonna say I'd give you, I, I'd give you two dollars. I was gonna say <laughs> I
5: have
1: an I
3: have an Oxy Five Nitro that's not stretched with a Novarossi Fifty Seven in it.
5: It's an absolute
2: monster. You're speaking to your bro right now. You're really okay. Up. Yeah. I, I okay. Mean,
5: okay. Sorry. What, what
3: that, is that? The that Nitro has electric power. Yes,
1: it does. That is sick.
3: And I, and it is. Probably the most fun heli I have, and I think you would have fun with it.
1: It's not—it's not the power level, though. If that nitro has, you know, no smoke and no oil and no nitro, then he'll like it.
2: There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, and, and also it, it, I don't think you want me problem. to destroy a
0: helicopter with a uh, with a motor that, that you can no longer get.
5: Oh, I have two or three of them. Yeah, we, got, so a, we all right. got we got we got a couple of spares. <laughs> no. I got we a couple. Got, we, we got you covered. So. And yeah, may, maybe better. you know what we'll do? We'll, we'll put a goblin canopy on it. Make you feel better. Uh, well, <laughs> actually, actually, wait. If
3: we want to be proper, we would just take the canopy off, right?
5: Yes. Yeah, that's true. Sure. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. All right. all right, guys. Yeah, go to yep. bed, man. You got to work in the morning, right? Yes. You
2: guys take care. All right.
5: <laughs> you bet, man. Right. Guys, have a good night. Thank you. See you guys so later. Much. Thanks, too, guys. Uh, Bye. bye.